Alright, but I'll go by down with no food, no EQP. Hi, good morning. Oh, Hi. Yeah, how cute that shit is. Uh-huh. Santa. The Santa packs are oh, here. Right. He's coming to talk to Santa us. Santa cans are coming. Santa cans are coming. Oh, right. yeah. You don't remember this? Wow, no. You're not less enter, enter, invested in sugar Santa's water than got, us. Santa's got cans? <laughs> yes. I think it was Santa Packs are coming. Santa he's Packs. like a pig. He's got multiple cans. He's got, so many. He's got a milk line. Yeah. He's got 12 cans Santa's in that mi- case coming for you. <sighs> You're somewhere hot. So instead of like a six-pack, Santa's got... This is it. We're recording the podcast. This is it. This is how the episode packs. starts. Oh, oh sick, Annie. <coughs> Seekies. <coughs> At least it's Don't just... start like this because I'm trying to. Aww. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. Hey, everybody. This is the Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm coming to you live from Bell's basement. I'm Annie. And you're also diseased. I am I'm over my cold, except for it's, no, it's turn it's, up my voice. It's, it's, that, it's that bullshit last part of it. Yeah. I feel pretty okay, and like you I'm sound more like, or less. You sound like Hunger Games. We'll see how far into this podcast I go before. That's a good my thing to go altogether. Well, you guys can also introduce yourselves. It doesn't have to just be Annie. No, Who is I, this? I'm your wife. It's my wife, Lily. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Peta. Peta. Isn't that her? My personal Peta. Isn't that who Hunger Games ends up with? Uh, why Bill read the books slash see the movies? The books are good. Man, people don't seem to like that new movie. I've heard really? lots of people dogging on it. I haven't seen. Then again, it. I know a lot of people don't like that last book. They don't. And that's what the, this. Yeah, that's literally what. The... Is it because <laughs> she ends up with Peta? Bill, why are you casually spoiling this thing that is important? That's what I'm asking. I don't know if she ends up with Peta. I'm assuming. Uh, a thing happens. Peta. Thing happens. Oh yeah. I'll just say this: it doesn't end happily. No. Oh yeah. She I eats him. I wonder if that's maybe the. Maybe the, the it's. Deal well, I don't know. Well, they haven't gone to that in the books yet. Also, this is Bill. Yeah. <sighs> you guys, I fucking hate this. This is book. Bill. Um, <laughs> what? No, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about Hunger Games. Yeah, the movie. Hunger Games is too sensitive a subject. Last, I haven't seen the last movie. Yeah. We haven't seen. Fully just watched What did you guys think of the first. Town. How many. Mo- is it the third it's, Hunger Game movie? They're making it into four movies. Yeah. The last book they're splitting Oh, that's right, because I forgot all movies. movies. The last movie. <laughs> Book needs to be turned into. To be fair, though, Annie doesn't really want to talk about this, and that's fine. Um, to be fair, the fourth, the, the third book, there's an organic place where it should split. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And and it makes sense, and you wouldn't do it justice if you did it in three films. Oh okay. There, there's totally a place where it should cut, and then you should handle the rest of it. It'll be interesting to see where they cut it. Yeah. Are you guys gonna see it before it leaves theaters? We, um, I'd like it's been to. like a month. I'd... Should be at the Dollar Theaters right now. Well, we we had talked about going to see the last one at the Dollar Theater, and then made time too. What's the last movie you guys saw at the theater? I'm a terrible person when it comes to viewing movies. In the... what's the last movie we saw in the theater? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How to Train Your Dragon Two. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon Two. That was actually the last movie. We was it pretty good? It yeah, it's amazing. Well, the way Annie suddenly lit up for the first time this morning, she's like, "Oh, that was fun. I liked it. Was it. <laughs> it's a good experience. movie." I think, I think that that was the last one. I know the spoilers about it because. The the day the uh, the day it came out, I was hanging out with a six year old who was like, "Spoiler, spoiler! So someone died." Blah 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 blah. I was like, "Well, I guess that's a spoiler." There have been <laughs> movies out that I want to see, but you know, just like getting to a movie is expensive and time consuming. I feel bad for anyone who's waiting in line for How to Train Your Dragon, and then Taryn came out and is like, "So and so died. It was the best part of the movie." Yeah. Cause that's that's how she was. She was coming out being all like, "Yeah." No, no, no. She's like skipping like on the the asshole coming out of Star Wars like that. I can't believe uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. Yeah, you should write for The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you guys doing? 
Anyway, I'm doing okay. I, uh, it was an interesting week for me. I had my first ever work trip. Yeah, which is why you sound so croaky now. No, I was sick before that. Oh, I, th- I thought you said you weren't sick, but that no. you were just croaky Bill, because... remember last Friday when I came to your house because I left work early, but I didn't have my key? Uh, and yeah, I left you were work diseased. because I was vomiting, phlegm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, you, you know that I'm here. sick, Bill. I had a stroke. I did not, I did not vomit when you I vomited on the way home. Just like on, on the street? The two buses. What? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell you that because I knew you'd freak out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so you're hanging out with like the Mucinex guy. That's right. That little slug guy. Yep, he's, he's in my face right now. He's having a family reunion. Uh, I'm almost, I'm pretty much almost better. Except for my voice sounds like garbage. But anyway, I went on a business trip. I'd never been on a business trip before. Now I have to figure out how to submit my receipts to be reimbursed for business. Don't expenses? they just give oh you like your two hundred dollars? Yes, you have to. It's, yeah. They're in my wallet, motherfucker. I'm gonna do it. I got it. Receipts but for what? Food. Like, you, if you eat on a business trip within oh, yeah. under X amount of dollars, it's on work. But they won't pay for Did your Did you splurge alcohol. a little bit, though? No, they only give you like 35 bucks a day total for That's, food. You can splurge? Not in California, That's dude. three yeah. trips, no, 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 Bill. No, no, no. In Portland, you can splurge. Yeah. In California, that's not enough you to cover You tell me Carl's Jr. in L.A. is more than Carl's Jr. in, in Portland. Yeah, I would... Are you serious? Well, there's, there's, like, there's, an enormous, there's an enormous um, almost 10% sales tax that gets I forgot about sales tax! Yeah, it's funny when you travel to another state after living in... Uh, it's How many... Oregon's um, got to be one of the Oregon few states that does of, not have I sales tax. Six states if you go to Missouri, Missouri's got like fucking like was it like twenty percent sales tax? It's fucking crazy. I, I, like, but I it's the polar opposite. Yeah. There are some states that like like okay, so Washington has a sales tax. This is very good boy howdy talk. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just as as much as anything else. Washington we ever talk has about. A, a sales tax, but doesn't have a state tax. And so in most state tax, like at the end of the year, you don't have yeah, to pay state taxes. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, which makes sense that the 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 Sales tax would be higher than just a compensation. It does, but it's not that high. It's yeah. like 8% or yeah, something like that. It's not that bad. It's, not that bad. it's like almost like Washington short of it, sort of has its shit together. But like a lot of states that... California doesn't follow either of those because it has an enormously high state tax mm-hmm. and an enormously high sales tax. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, California's all fucked up. And it's still a broke state. How the... What's, yeah, and it's like the richest state in the country. Oh. Bill, I had salad for dinner. I had a Caesar salad and oh, chicken. Cost me twenty five. Oh God, that hurts. Yeah, still not as bad as the food was not good. That was terrible. It's really bad. That still doesn't sound as bad as the fourteen dollar lemon drop you had the cheesecake factory at Pax last year. So the um uh I my 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 trip for one reason or another got planned at the very last minute, so I had to stay at a hotel that was an hour away from where I was working. And Did you have to take a cab? Fortunately, one of my coworkers who was also there in the hotel rented a car. Oh, so okay, I only had cool. to take a cab. From... Oh, so you weren't just by yourself too? No, okay, I mean, that's kind of nice. Yeah, okay. So there were there were two other of my coworkers in the same hotel with me, so I was able to commute with them, and they were both great people, so I had a lot of fun. But uh, so I was out in the middle of nowhere, uh, San Jose. I was bracketed between two freeways, so I couldn't walk anywhere. So the only place I could eat for the, the nights that I was stranded in this hotel was the hotel restaurant. Wow. I have never been, had such a terrible ex- food going experience. In my life. Oh, what happened? So the building was a largely windowless building, and you walk in, and there's this long corridor, and it wasn't clear to me where the restaurant was. Like, it seemed almost like a warehouse more than an actual <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Finally, I figure out, okay, you walk into the bathrooms. The bathrooms are the first thing that are there. I'm like, all right. I finally figure out where the restaurant is, and I'm waiting to be seated, because there's a sign saying, please wait to be seated. I'm waiting there for five minutes. 
until finally I go find was a it server. Crowded or just no, no servers? Okay, it was, yeah. There were there were four other people in the restaurant eating. They were all oh, sad, wow. divorced. They were, this yeah, is... It was all people in ill-fitting suits. Oh, this sounds like perfect slice phones. of like because I know like everything outside of LA is kind of like strip mall hell. Yeah. And this is kind of like yeah, like yeah. Oh. So I finally find a server and he's like, "Oh, sorry to see you." I'm like, "Okay, clearly." Okay, yeah. Seats me. He seats me, so it's like a sports bar sort of thing, and there's all these open tables, but he managed to seat me in the one place where there was a column and a tree blocking oh the television. Oh my gosh. And not that I don't care, but I'm just like, but really? Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. And uh, there was even a game on and everything, like, are you just assuming because I'm a woman? You know, I want to be a bit surprised. But anyway, so finally they seat me. Uh, no one comes and asks me what's going on, or asks me if I need anything to drink. They never bring me any water, which I guess maybe I can. So you got exiled. Well, finally, finally, this woman comes up. And is like, are you ready to order? I'm like, no, but I'd like a drink. She's like, oh, okay, and I order a glass of wine. And then this woman walks around this largely empty restaurant three times looking for me, and then gives me my wine. She's like, are you ready to order now? I'm like, sure, whatever. You look I at order the menu. something. It's pigeon wings and thumbtacks. Hold on, I order something. She's like. We don't sell that. What? And I'm like, no, darling. I went, I went this, and she looked. I point at it on the menu, and she looks at it. And she goes, Oh, I guess we do make that. Okay, I'll get that for you. And then 15 minutes later, and they bring my pasta. Uh, she she kind of moves the plate to set it in front of me, and goes ah, and drops it, and splashes pasta sauce all over me. <laughs> and she goes, Oh my God, that's so hot! Touch it. Feel how hot it is. And I'm like, No, thank you. It was astonishing. So, did you go back to your workmates and say, I know we're just built, opening a new business down here, but can we also buy this restaurant and just nuke it into the ground? <laughs> like, just just as a Seriously, side project while we're down it here? It doing everyone a favor. It was so funny. I this feel like it was this lady's first night there. But you so know what? Is... I have a feeling it wasn't, and she doesn't have a fucking excuse. Yeah. But anyway, I got room service, and the experience was a lot better either. So, oh, so really? that's what I'm saying. If they're paying for it, and it's under the thirty-five dollars, gotta get room service as I much did. as possible. Did you watch cable? I watched a little bit of cable. Anyway, I turned on cable. The it defaulted to CNN. No. The first thing I saw was an ad from a woman from the Tea Party exhorting me to sign this petition to stop Obama's illegal action giving amnesty to immigrants. To oh, illegal immigrants. Well, I figure Southern California would be seeing a lot of that. It's the first thing Did you I see saw. any ads for chocolate diamonds? Uh, no. Is that a sex act? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question. Chocolate diamonds are when you put a uh, sugar cube up someone's ass. Yes! <laughs> Y'all are terrible. All right, all right. I yeah. did. It is great, though. I will never... I will never tire of flipping through the channels and seeing Steve Wolfhard drawing staring at me from the TV. Yeah, it was, it was so like, was Adventure Time? Or yeah, it was like Adventure that? Time. It was one of the Lemon Hope episodes. Oh, I still need to catch up. So I hear good. something happens. Ridiculous. Something. Oh, I, well, I did watch an episode recently where Finn's, Finn's voice is changing. It's, his, his voice is progressively dropping. It was Finn. He was stuck on a... Uh, train mm-hmm. and it was like a battle train and he didn't want to get off and jake's all like come on yeah, Jake. yeah it was a super simple episode it's, what's funny because jake point. sounded like he sounded like like he sounded like uh uh jake finn finn's all yeah his voice his voice is crazy dropping because he's which makes know, sense because that kid has been working on like adventure time for like five years now it totally makes sense he's Aww. like you know it sounds like george clooney i do think it's cute that the original he adventure looks like time george clooney too so, oh, yeah? short they got the brother of the kid who voiced Shane which that's kind of that's really cute so anyway, um, isn't that cute? It's horrible. Palo Alto. Imagine what they do for each other at Christmas. One brother's like, "Here's Adventure Time stuff. I got free. You could have it. You could have been me." And that's actually what he writes on the card, and it rhymes, and he laughs. 
Uh, I did get to spend a lot of time in Palo Alto because it was work and I was stranded without a car for the most of it. But I did get to see friend of the podcast, Brian, who is a total sweetheart. Brian J. Smith? Uh, yes. Yeah. Brian's a total sweetheart. He took oh, me to... Oh, who do you think was the first person to put a sugar cube in my ass? He's the one who taught me what a chocolate diamond are. Brown chocolate diamond are. I met him and he took me out to dinner and I got us oh. both blind, blind, blind pack uh, mini figs. Yeah. To share, but uh, we went out. He was trying to figure out where to take me, and he took me to a place called Goose Hollow. I'm gonna get this wrong. Isn't that but... where Gilmore Girls lives? <laughs> it's, it's Star Hollow. Um, Close enough. Goose Hollow is a bar and, and restaurant, a kind of pub, right outside of Stanford. And um, Goose Hollow is, is important in nerd history because that is where the first ever arcade game air quotes was released there was a mainframe one of the you know the first one of the first video games on a mainframe was what was it called space wars yeah something like that yeah, yeah. well they made it they were like oh this is a huge there's like oh well, we could do something with this and they had a simplified version that they put in the bar really i never heard called, about this oh no i'm gonna get it wrong because i know like there's one place that's hollow because like it's the first place they put like a pong machine but it makes sense if they had like one of the mainframe computers and actually made like a, yeah. that, that would even precede like the pong thing i can't remember what they called it when they put it in goose Aww. hollow uh did you find it i just looked up goose hollow uh arcade let's see i'm gonna look it up now um goose hollow palo alto yeah. Oh, yeah, Goose Hollow. Palo Alto. But anyway, yeah, keep talking while I talk. It was really cute because he was telling us like, yeah, and it was a big success. But then they tried; it was really a big hit in this arcade, and they tried to take it anywhere else, and it bombed because the thing is, is that all those kids who are going to Stanford University knew mainframe computers, and they understand, they understood like the the language of it and the technology yeah. of it, and it wasn't alien to them. Whereas it totally like no one else who played this could understand it because it was an old school mainframe. Yeah, exactly. Computer. Yeah, it's not like a like a normal and arcade it's not game. Intuitive. Now. And uh, he was like, and so video games started their proud history of alienating people who are interested in, in this bar. <laughs> like, yep. So, and it was also a really good. Bar, that's, that's actually so. kind of nice. Brian's it was so. really lovely. Brian's a total sweetheart. It was really nice to see him. So, I'm really sad because my hotel. Every time driving between work and my hotel, I would pass by the Winchester Mystery House. The hell is the Winchester? So you totally bad. took the so wrong route. So where Quentin Tarantino lives? No. Like, what the hell is the Winchester the Win- Mystery House? Winchester Mystery House is, um, in, it's actually really funny because it's, like, right near a mall. Yeah. And it's near a big, like, a mall and then um, Balco Shopping Center, I think, and then a huge strip mall that's, like, next to the mall because you need two times the mall. <laughs> and, um, and it's this old, so Winchester rifles, like Sarah Winchester was the wife of the man who invented or was the, was the owner. Yeah. Winchester. Of, yeah. Thing, Winchester yeah. firearms. And she was very wealthy and very off and, um, very lonely after he died. And she basically started all these renovation projects, um, in this house, because she heard things um she was super into different types of like you know things that you're into at that point like clairvoyance and ouija and was this like like the early 1900s okay yeah, yeah it could totally make sense because that was the big thing so at the time this, was like weird shit like yeah enormous <coughs> victorian which grew more and more and more and more enormous because she kept adding on to it no it's in it's outside of i want to say it's outside of san jose mm-hmm. okay um and uh and so it's just it's, it's, it's the huge grounds and you can go, can go and you can take a look and you can take tours and Wasn't she convinced that if she, the construction ever finished, she would die? Yes. Isn't that what it was? There was something about that. I think somebody was gaslighting her. But yeah, well, yeah. there's. Uh, so she just kept building and kept building. And these are things like she would build staircases 
that went to nowhere. She would build um, uh, doors that op- there are doors that just like open out of the building and 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 Jesus it's Christ. like a three story drop. Yeah, like the weird people, shit. Like did she, that. the people worked on this like when they were finished? Did she like bury them beneath the house, <laughs> just I don't like, know. like like Pharaoh style? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. but yeah. So, so yeah, you've been to this place. Okay. When, I was, when I was a little kid. Oh, go! We so, almost we almost went when we were down well, at California. Yeah. Instead of instead of Harry Potter or England, this we're gonna, when for your uh, guys. What's it called when you after you get married? Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> no. Uh. The uh, the one place I got to go in college because I was really went there worked slept because I I went to work at like six in the morning and worked until four five in the afternoon. So I was fucking whooped at the end of the day working hard too. Did yeah, you go to the high schools where I dated all the girls? I did not get to go see her fully. Pl- gently plowed many a dame. Uh, uh, that's a uh, that's I can see bad. Annie going up to just like a vagina print on the wall, going, "My predecessors, my ancestors, <laughs> my sexual ancestors." My, yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, so I didn't fully did not get to see her fully. Got a lot of poon, um, but no. uh, the I one see place this wasteland where it's just like <laughs> little grave markers to people's virginity. Yeah. Everywhere. Like this fucking. Yep. Um, Foley and, was and here. Photographs of angry parents. So those... you can hear the echoes of orgasms ringing <laughs> off the, the hills. Yeah. For those of y'all just joining us, Foley has a proud history of pleasuring women. And I have domesticated the wild Foley. Especially yeah. straight women, right? Yeah, especially straight women. Yeah. Foley has only dated a handful of actual women. No, lesbians. I have dated only straight women. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Man, you need to... You need to One bisexual. <laughs> One openly bisexual. The rest were straight. Yeah. yeah, good me. Good, good on you. Way to go. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not an the, achievement. The Aww. one pl- I didn't get to go anywhere. I yeah, wasn't really go. very free. The one place I got to go was at some point. I, the guy I was staying with my hotel was the IT guy, and so he and I hit it off. We we get along really well. But he said I need to get this really obscure cable. He's like, ah, I don't know if there's even a Best Buy next nearby. That's not good. Probably won't get have it. We could try. Mm-hmm. And one of the folks we're working with who lives in the area says, oh, there's a fries nearby. And both oh, of I us. I saw your photos from this fucking thing. Both yeah. of our eyes lit up like Christmas morning because fries is a terrible. So every fries I've ever been to is like a big empty warehouse full of dejected looking men in poorly ironed dress shirt with ties grouping together talking to each other until they abruptly glom onto you to try and get commissions I I always heard about Fry's as being this grand glorious thing before I moved out to the west coast and then once I moved to Portland I actually did visit Fry's once or twice and it was fucking depressing as shit. It's hilarious. It's a a major downer. I mean, the nice thing about Fry's, you can get a lot of obscure nerd Mm -hmm. shit there. And pre-Amazon, it was like electronic stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. like pretty much anything. Because I just bought like a TV. Actually, a TV I'm, we're sitting right next to I bought from there. Any yeah. sort of electronic stuff. Like if you need an obscure cable like yeah. that you can't find anywhere else. Well, Fry's I know they also sell toys it. and stuff like that. Yeah, too, well, they sell like, like stuff, airsoft but... guns and like fucking all sorts of shit. Like like lots of audio video. Yeah, and like, like soldering and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Any, yeah. Like an array of zip ties. Like everything you need for nerdery. So it's, it's like, like general But also if you want to physically Except look at something you're thinking about ordering on Amazon. Yeah, I know exactly, yeah. But anyway... Uh, all the fries <laughs> I'd been to, and that includes the one in Portland and the ones back in Texas, were actually what happened when Fry's acquired another chain called Incredible Universe and converted their stores. It turns out back in the day when Fry's opened their own stores, and I never knew this until now, they were all themed. So sure enough, we go themed to this Fry's. Like, like, yeah, they're each individually themed. Like apparently there's like a... Like there was the underwater, under the Egyptian sea one. Yep. Probably. I, there are, the other fries in the vicinity was apparently Egyptian. But it just so happens, the fries in Palo Alto 
which is in a in the middle of what looks like industrial warehouses. Yeah. Like they don't look like retail. Again, also just being wasteland. Yeah. Yeah, like they don't look like retail establishments, and it's literally dead in the middle. I was a little confused because there was a giant cactus in front of it. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck Why? is this? Like a faux cactus with arrows sticking out of it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? This fries was Wild West themed. And it was very clearly done. Did you go in there? Maybe them? in the late 1970s, maybe the early 1980s. Yeah, so is that like really right? Yeah, like janky oh kind of mall Wild West stuff. You walk in, and there's a dude who kind of looks like Custer rearing on a horse. And they're both, like, t- both terrible mannequins and, like, mm. all sorts of quote-unquote natives. And, uh-huh. like, my favorite part was the stock room was made to look like a mine like a mine shaft and then like there were all there were these faux like mine cart tracks all over the floor in the tile and then like they had all their printers and everything on these displays made to look like faux mine carts <laughs> like they had in the cell phone area they had these faux hot air okay balloons. so this is real like i said i saw you take one or two photos and post them to twitter but i thought like it was a fucking i didn't realize it was a fries that it was you a fries. Yeah. and this that it had been like this They've for like 40 that. years they they had uh just why move it you'd have to dust things. Well, i know the thing exactly is, yeah is that clearly think i mean fries has changed a lot since whenever they did this, but they never it they never renovated the original stores yeah like how the fuck do you pay yeah. to fix all that or upgrade was all that or... like the minecart part paved with like game boy advance games for five dollars they could never got rid of like, not quite yeah my favorite detail was they had a giant train a giant steam engine that was pretty much to scale hidden behind all of the fridges you just saw this distant smokestack really? rising above was the Was the fringes. steam engine made of, like, 3.5 floppy disks? No. No. I mean, the thing is, is that it looked like... I mean, imagine somebody's, like, shitty roadside attraction theme park. Yeah, but, like, that as was a the fries, As an electronic store. Yeah, yeah. For some My reason, favorite... I'm picturing, like, the only... Like, you would never renovate it, so it just accumulated all these products you couldn't sell over the course of, like, the last, like, you know, 40 years since the store was built. No, I mean, it's just a regular fries. I know, but I'm way. just picturing you being older and funkier and mustier than it actually is. But, like, your description oh of it is, like, that's... Mystifying my, were, shit. I really walking through it, I could not figure it out. I figured it was originally a different store that yeah. they took over and they just didn't create another deck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the only way I could figure why, it out. How would you well, go? Why would you need a warehouse full of West? <laughs> I don't Who knows? I, don't know. I mean, Southern California that, that you never That was the know, most yeah. logical solution to me, other than, oh, they intended it to be this way. Never in a million years would I guess this was a deliberate act by adult humans. Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, the most unlikely answer must be true. <laughs> I wonder how popular, like, if you look it up online, I wonder how, like, legendary those stores are. Because I've never heard, the, uh, I never heard anyone impressive. talk about them. It's not But you know, you think just for the kitsch value alone, people would be like... The kitsch value is off That's what I'm charts. saying. You think that well, would be a thing. the thing is, in Portland, it would be huge. In yeah, Palo that's Alto, a good point, actually. Gives it's just fuck. part of the wall, like, I was talking wallpaper. to Brian, yeah. and he was telling me about how the interesting about that about Silicon Valley is that everyone has the, their eyes on the future. Yeah. And, like, they're building to this technological future. But everything around them is all like kind of shitty and, and janky in yeah, 1970s, exactly, yeah. and no one gives a fuck. Like they're building a future while they're trapped in the dregs of the past. Yeah. Very interesting. That's, that's a downer. Yep. Oh, you so just, you just wrote a eulogy yeah. for all of Southern California. I had a really good time, though. I wish I had spent more time there. I wish um, I had a chance to look around a little bit more and meet up with more folks. So how did you get there? Airplane? Airplane. I was hoping. Man. I was hoping maybe that like you were like really good at uh, Nintendo games, and that you. Uh, you like beat people at video games to get money for bus fare to go to <coughs> California. No, no, I'm sorry, it was not. It turns out the plot of the movie The Wizard. <laughs> so how was Super Mario Brothers three? <laughs> it was everything you wanted to be. Yeah. So how long were you down there for? 
Oh, about four days. Yeah, we spent a lot of time talking about you in California. But I'm glad you had no okay time. That was all I did Especially for your first work trip like that. Yeah, it was my first ever work trip. So did you fun. have a good time? Though? Were you pretty happy with how it went for yourself and everything, no. like work-wise? No, I'm, I, I feel terrible about what happened with me. Wow, what happened? It just was, I'm not going to talk about it on air. But oh, really? I'm really disappointed. Oh, they already shut down the store? They, they decided it wasn't even worth it? Bill, you know what? I try not to talk, actually, about oh, what I do. Actually, I forgot we were on the podcast. I, but, yeah. Yeah, we were having an actual, actual conversation. That's what it was. We were having an actual conversation. No, I w- it was my first time doing the thing I went down to do. And I had a lot of learnings from it, and I can do better next yeah, time. Right. I just hope they let me do it next time. Yeah. The yes. end. As long as you weren't the only person screwing everything, if everyone equally oh, screwed man, up. Oh, man, it was a big old cluster. See, that's, at okay. least that's what I'm saying. Okay, then that's a, just, technically a good thing if it it's going to happen. a big old cluster. Uh, okay. No, I mean, it's okay. I don't want to talk about my part of it. It's my thing. Any construction project is always like, yeah, it takes twice as long as you think it's going to be, and, t- and costs three times as much. And this was very much so long. Okay, so it's not Annie Maloney screwed up. Oh, no. Okay, good. I feel bad about my part, but I was not the worst part of it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, that's not that bad. It's not great that it happened that way, but, like, at least, yeah. I was the least worst. You're not the the goat in this situation. (laughs) You're not the Charlie Brown. My point is, is that the reason why I talk about it so much is that that's all I did this week. So, Bill, how was your week? Uh, Yeah. Did you guys not watch or play or anything else? I did a little she bit of something, gone, but, but what I'm so saying when is... when Annie's gone, no video games get played. I know, well, I was going to say, I thought at least you'd be up to stuff. No. No. Hey, Bill, what'd you do? That's why I'm asking, what did you that's do? All to well, try that's, give, uh, that's what I'm trying to hope we would talk so we could bring up my show. To try and get <laughs> energy. I played the Destiny DLC. Okay. It's not very good. You guys don't even care about <laughs> Destiny, so I don't even know what the fuck I would talk about. It. What is it? Is it just a new area that's unlocked? It is... Or? It's not much. It's a couple little story missions. Isn't that just isn't that just Destiny? Yeah, exactly. It's not it really much. feels like a little bit of content that was cut from the main game. That's what it really feels yeah. like cuz it's a like couple Like they didn't finish that maybe. Yeah. Uh. And, and and all the environments that you're running around in except for one area I've seen which is like a room in a hallway is you're just going back through the same environments from the main game. And you're fighting mostly the same enemies. Uh, and there's like one new voiced character who instead of Peter Dinklage talking to you, it's a lady now saying, "I need you to go to, to go do this and you go do that." And yeah. there's supposed to be a big... Have you heard about in Destiny, aside from all the running around, there's supposed to be these big, like, six-hour-long multiplayer, yes. like, puzzle I've, dungeon thing? I've yeah. heard about them. Which I've never played one because everyone I know, except for maybe Grumpy Turtle, has completely stopped playing Destiny. You need, like, a minimum of six people yeah. to do this yeah. stuff. And like I said, with no one else playing, there's uh, even in the main game, I never had a chance to do that. So mostly that's the centerpiece of the DLC is like a new one of those, but I'm never going to play yeah. it because yeah. it's really the, the, the people. And I guess aside from that, there's a couple multiplayer maps, but there's just not there. And it's, it's 20 bucks DLC. The only reason mm-hmm. I downloaded it is because I bought this big special edition box yeah. set of Destiny that came with the first two expansion packs for free. Oh. But it's funny because even I was underwhelmed. But then I see other people who are really into Destiny who are really excited about this are also pissed off for yeah. reasons I can't even understand. Because, yeah. like, balancing issues. And I think yeah. they have to turn in, like, all the guns people have been trying to, like, rank up yeah. over the course of the last months. They have to, like, turn them in <coughs> to, and, like, sell them off to get the new guns. Or at least uh... the new guns in the DLC, like, make all the old guns that everyone's been working for months to level up and are now obsolete or something mm. like that. And then they added all kinds of, like, there's I new... I did see their stupid, their totally stupid, like, western-looking, like, multi-barrel shotgun. Yeah. See, I didn't even see that the stuff. The dumbest-looking bullshit. Well, all the guns in there are kind of... Especially some the big are, ones are all, like... Are and they're all sweet. called, like, the butt fucker yeah. and the stinky butt. Yeah, which is just The chocolate we, diamond. Which is just, yeah! <laughs> which is just what we named it. No, seriously, have you guys not seen this chocolate diamond stuff? It's like Zales or something like that. Is it what? like Swiss Colony? It's a, Oh, man, I'm going to place a Swiss Colony order <laughs> if you guys want a, a, a beef log. No. I can hook you up. I, You know what, Swiss Colony? Petty Force! Petty Force! You want some Petty Force? You want some Petty Force? 
Swiss. Like, oh, I'm God. so. Did I tell you guys like how in the last couple of years for Swiss Colony they had a coupon yeah. that would get you like tw- it was like twenty four. We've talked about this petite force. Yeah, petty twenty four free petty force and like thirty six uh-huh. chocolate chuff- uh-huh. truffles. It's like fifty dollars worth of shit for free. And no. I think I may have been the person because I went like as soon as I found out about, I found out about this like two years ago. Both last Christmases I was like telling everyone on Twitter, "You gotta get this free coupon. You gotta get this free coupon." And this year they're like, "Fuck you! You can't use that coupon. The coupon is gone. No one can use it." So I'm like, "I think I may have broke the coupon." Uh, especially because I looked up the coupon code on Twitter and I was the only person like freaking out about it for the course of the last couple of years because yeah. it's not like it's all old people. So it's like, is like. No. no what we'll get the fuck out of here but I did find a 20% off it's not go. quite the same thing but still it's, it's not, better than it's not as good as see, free you, I can hook you up with the Chris Mouse we, see we were talking about what to get oh. you for Christmas and we did talk about getting you a Swiss Colony, Swiss colony but we're like well, why Bill yes. says, except, see, except the thing, that's say, the thing it's like Bill's gonna get it all himself except so we kept no saying Swiss Chalet we did accidentally keep saying Swiss Chalet which Swiss Chalet Swiss Chalet is Canadian that's good that's what it is yeah don't they have like really good like uh they're known for their gravy. Yeah, I'm gonna say because yeah. like Emily Carroll would drink their gravy <laughs> out of a pint of glass. Out of a pint of glass. <laughs> I think their gravy in general is pretty good, but we get really good gravy on top of that. Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, I just got the uh, new Swiss Colony uh, catalog on Friday, and so I've been looking at it over the course of the oh, weekend. Look at this. And you have to order by like Tuesday in time for Christmas delivery. <laughs> Yeah, we're looking through the Swiss Colony catalog right now. He's winking. Yeah. You know what that means. That's fucking huge. The funny thing is the other thing, Swiss Colony catalog, everything's super teeny. I think I talked about this last year, Mm -hmm. about one of the big things they sell are like sausages and cheeses. Mm -hmm. What? But they're all to scale. They're tiny. Yeah, exactly. They're all like thumb-sized sausages, (laughs) unless you buy like the big Mm pounder-sized things. That's what I say. So cute little snowball truffles, oh. or like snowman truffles. There's, it's cute. It's kind of dopey old grandma cute, but it's still like <laughs> it's, Chris, it's Christmas. It's oh my festive. god! It's quote unquote festive. Forest friend log. That's one of the Legend things I was thinking it. about. Legend has it that the animals of the forest can talk on Christmas Eve. Who writes this guy in Wisconsin? And on that special night, it's clear these cute little guys would wish you a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> and then you eat their log house. Everyone will savor the swirls of cake and vanilla buttercream filling covered in a milk chocolate blanket. All right, come on, this sound pretty Wait, good. let me see it. Yeah, let, check it out. Okay, it's got tiny it's, animals in it. It is! Chocolate animals are living inside the log that you put up and eat, and then you eat the animals. It's so weird to it's imagine really- the one day a year that animals could talk would be Christmas Eve <laughs> just so they could wish you Merry Christmas. And don't eat us! <laughs> stop eating our flesh! Please stop destroying our environment! Why are made of the food? first cut that you make kills them. Yeah, you're gonna decapitate them. Oh, that's true too, because their body's inside. Like, it's... God. They should have made it, like, full chocolate animals. Like, it's not just the heads, but, like, the body, so you can, di- yeah. like, vivisect them? That's a really nice Swiss roll, though. You it think really so? Nice For 25 bucks? Well, no, I mean, like, it's a tight spiral. You, I've watched oh, a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah. soggy bottom. No soggy bottom. <laughs> you don't oh, want that man. in life. So seriously, I can get anyway. if you guys want to his colony. Um, so <laughs> yeah, really so Destiny is 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 a bummer. Far Cry Four, which you guys played, actually Annie played ten seconds of before yeah. before it's, we it, started that, recording. That looks, that looks fun. It's Far Cry Three, except with monkeys, Bollywood music, <laughs> and you can ride elephants. Isn't that one that I can play remotely with you? Isn't yeah. Well, the other thing where I think maybe we can play you through can the be smart. Bro. 
remote play, but also the, the game actually does with a coupon where, like, the 10 keys of Korea, or, like, we could play together for an yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, regardless, we, yeah, we, like, actually... We should totally do that, because it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, because it has totally drop-and-drop-out co-ops. And you could totally easy. get in a glider, and then Bill could grapple-hook the glider, and then you could... You oh, yeah, maybe we could... Because that game's totally all that kind of stupid yes. weird shit. So, yeah, if you guys want to play together anytime totally. this week, let me know. Yeah. So, so uh, Far Cry 4 is basically what you always played Red Dead Redemption multiplayer kind of a little bit like yeah except on purpose man how is there not a Red Dead Redemption remake Uh, remaster well they're just gonna come out I'm sure there's another game that's been in development since Red Dead Redemption came out I would expect within the next year we'll either get an announcement of new Red Dead or just be like hey remaster I think I think remaster is that is way too far out of gate you think so it's that old yeah Yeah. I just think well I mean it's it's like it's not relevant like they did Grand Theft Auto because that was relevant it was recent relevant I can't believe that, like the previous generation Grand Theft Auto Five was still one of the top selling games before the new version came out. And now that's already the top selling. Yeah. I'm almost kind of surprised you didn't see both on like because the yeah. November MPDs just came out. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised you didn't see both on the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Far Cry Four, Master Chef Junior. <laughs> Have you been? Ki- this is on Hulu, so you guys could watch this. No. This week, this Tuesday is the final episode of the season, so you have until Tuesday to catch up. It's only it really is only it is only like six episodes. It's not super long. Do you care about Master Chef Junior, Gordon Ramsay, or any of that? I know that he's not. Isn't Gordon Ramsay kind of? A, I mean, he's kind of a dick. That's to... the thing. This is my first real exposure to Gordon Ramsay. I've he always heard that nice. he's supposed to be a dick, and like I guess on all of his other shows, he curses everyone out and is like, "Ah, yeah. oh, fuck you, hell!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this thing. And with these kids, he's just like you can see, like, "Oh, you're a dad." Yeah, because oh. he. Except sometimes he gets a little angry. The mm-hmm. episode I just saw this week, I, 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 I was backed up a couple episodes. So one of the episodes I watched this week was the kids have to. Uh, the kids are divided into two teams, okay. and they have to. They essentially work at a pop-up restaurant, which okay. is essentially a restaurant in someone's backyard. Okay. But they have to serve all these strangers, like all this like really complicated food stuff. And one of the teams just fucks up the whole like so bad it gets to the point like you wonder even why they're even putting food yeah. out. And Gordon Ramsay actually does have a little meltdown. I was like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? And then you can see because he realizes what a dick he's being. He's like, okay, I'm gonna calm down. We're gonna stop all this. We're gonna, I'm gonna talk to you guys, give you guys a little pep talk, and and then he. It's you can tell. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a dad where he's like he kill he'll catch himself being a dickhead and then yeah. slow down. And yeah. Like, and when, because okay, he'll slow be down rational. Because it's kids. Yeah. He but like when he's when it's grown ups. When you're like, a grown no, no, ass no, no, no. adult. No, well, yeah. the other thing too, it's funny too, because obviously all these kids know who That's Gordon right. Ramsay is. Both so of you take he, off your we Santa to, hat. Oh, <laughs> we're both wearing Santa hats. Me and yeah. me and Annie. Yeah, hold on. We have yeah. to vent our heads. No, I, I was adjusting my hair. <laughs> I don't want my hair to look silly when I'm wearing so this Gor- hat. But then what happens is Gordon Ramsay sometimes he'll like play into his like big bad persona and he'll be yeah. like, oh, I'm grumpy. I'm yeah. gonna be grumpy at you." And then they'll like dump maple syrup on his head as part of like a double deer kind of like. And he's like, "Oh, I'm Gordon Ramsay. I'm so angry because I'm covered in maple syrup." Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah. And so the last step, but man, what if you if there's any chance you guys might watch this? There's no. only two kids left because it's no. the last episode, and they start off with sixteen. And they, they do uh, the Mad Max. They did the. They got rid the last episode. They got rid of the two coolest kids. Which, oh. if you guys ever watch it, you guys will agree that like you you guys will know who I'm talking about if you guys ever watch this. And the kid that everyone hates, Samuel, the fat kid, because <laughs> yeah. he's like this total like <coughs> like California hippie, not a hippie, yeah. hippie like but foodie. Yeah. He seems like genetically engineered by like. Californian assholes, like wine country shitheads, to be like, oh, I like my food and blah blah. He's super pretentious. You're like, hey. He got into the final. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. I already hate him. 
Yeah, if you man, like you say, if you do a Twitter search for Samuel Master Chef, man, yeah. I feel bad for that kid because that's all. I'm like, I want to kill Samuel. Samuel's an asshole. Guy. Um, so that happened. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Um, do you guys? Well, you've watched a whole bunch of Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember there was an episode called Lower Decks where you actually get to see a couple like lower ranking people like th- their lives on board yeah. the ship. Yeah. Um. So I've been watching the, the last season of Next Generation came out on Blu-ray this week. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching through episodes. What and I got to this episode. Was it, the, was it was, it's the last, last season. season. Yeah. It's actually one of the last episodes. Okay. Yeah. And I just I don't know why I wanted to talk about it on the episode on on today's podcast, but I just thought it was like a really cool episode of Star Trek where you guys kind of get to see the lower. It's ranking people, people yeah, but like it's, yeah it's a neat idea and i think that i think that the um it was done really well it was done really well for the time the i feel like stargate always did a really good job See, which i've never seen but i've yeah, heard you talk about yeah i feel like yeah. stargate has always done it and i know I, I did not like stargate i was very much a star trek person We're talking about, like, like sg1 the, the first series or um actually i'm i like atlantis how many stargate series are there uh see this is why i get confused because i know there's universe there's universe. i think there's only there's only three is it only three? Oh, okay okay which three. is funny you can say there's only three but then again which actually yeah. that's only two less well, than star I, I, trek it's like and like with, with with star trek i actually like ds9 and i yeah. like atlantis i like the two like like redhead and stepchildren the um, rough ones the rough ones the ones that are i little... that i'm surprised i know um but <laughs> but no i i think that it, it's always more interesting to be able to see like what's going on i think especially anything that goes on per- the periphery of like the main characters yeah. you kind of get to see yeah just how the other you like... maybe get to see them interact a little bit, but like, you get yeah. these secondary like like people that you've seen because the, the the other thing they were really good about in next generation was they they frequently use the same pool of yeah. Background oh, actors. yeah. Almost like yeah. You'll see for like three seasons. It's like oh, it's that black lady yeah. who's like flying the ship. Yeah. Yeah, and then suddenly she'll get killed by like some random. And you're kind of like, oh, that sucks. She was kind of so cool. like, I, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but they they did at least like have the same people, so they let you build some sort of like some rapport. sort of like rapport connection. But that was mostly just because they couldn't afford extra actors, yes. so they always kind of brought back like the same like dozen people. You'll do it like, for five dollars. Excellent. Yeah, exactly. Job. I hope you like Lycra. But uh, yeah, no, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. What else I do? I only got two more things. Man, this is gonna be a short episode. That's fine. I got what? so uh, Bahar got me uh, for my birthday. Got me a gift certificate to Amazon. And you got? I got the Lego minifigure book. Oh yes. man, I have that on my wish list, and I have I've been thinking I about it. I didn't realize. So it's a big hardcover book which has three minifigures embedded in the cover. Yeah, that's pretty great. That if you wanted to, you wanted to pop them out. I, I don't know if it's different for each copy of the book, but I got a stormtrooper. A uh, like a uh, random like townsperson like an mm-hmm. old school uh, minifigure and like a bank robber or something like that, but uh, it's a cool book. It's just about the history of Lego minifigures, which I didn't realize they only invented minifigures in 1978. Yeah, which to me is super because I was born in 1975, mm-hmm. and when I was growing up, uh, everyone already had minifigures. It's weird to think I was already three years old when they first invented those goddamn yeah. things. Yeah, but. Because they're yeah. so ubiquitous. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But yeah, so... Oh, wow, the early figures. That's yeah, which they were like... Some of them made out of wood, didn't have faces and shit like that. Huh. Before they officially came out with the minifigures as we know them in 1978. But yeah, the first like dozen pages of the book is just like the history of minifigures. So like how they were invented and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I wanted to get this because I wanted to use it for reference for Benton. Yeah. Well, the first place... If it's, a, if it's an inventory, a catalog of every... Up 
minifig ever made, which I'm sure it's not exactly. But it's it's. Uh, I think it's more of an overview than like an actual yeah. like yeah. Because I think if oh, they wow. cataloged every every minifigure ever made, because this is just like a hardcover copy yeah, book, but yeah. it's not even that big. It would have to be like a fucking dictionary yeah. that like yeah. even if like every little picture was like super tiny like. But oh. so it's a cool book. Annie, uh, what, what happened to you last night? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> it's related. So, Brenna on uh. Okay, I'll back up a second. Look, it was a series of wine bag minifigures. I mentioned briefly that I'd gotten one for Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they're on series 12 right now. Series 13 comes out in January, except that... Which one's the one with the hot dog guy? That's series 13. On Instagram, I saw that Brenna had some of the series 13 minifigures. I immediately lost my shit. And she told me, she's like, oh, we got you three bags for Christmas, but we can bring them to you now. And I was like, yes, please. Like, <laughs> you and your we'll be here in an hour. In the meanwhile, Foley just goes, where were they? And I'm like, apparently they're at Fred Meyer's. Oh, local grocery store change. Foley just grabs Wait, this her Fred keys. Wait, Fred Meyer's? Or like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foley grabs her keys. You want to go get some after? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. Fully grabs her <laughs> keys, leaves the house, and I'm like, I'm on the toilet. Like I yeah. go in the bathroom and like fully. I just hear the door close. She comes back ten minutes later with six bags of minifigures. <laughs> How much are they? Like three bucks they're a piece. Like, they're on sale actually right now, so they're like three ninety nine. Oh man. Yeah. Which is killing me because I was just there like two days ago to get like Santa hats and Christmas trees yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So I got. So fully gave me six, and then Brenna and Chase brought. Three more, and then How many they are in the series. It's just like a dozen, right? Yeah, there's always a dozen. In every Were you guys series. feeling the bags? This like, <laughs> I don't know what fully did. Brenna and Chase. Brenna actually looks up. The... No, okay. So what I did was I. Did you picked... bring a scale so you can I, weigh no, them? Like I this one have... has more mass, so maybe the biggest one. I yeah. picked up the box, and and was holding it in the aisle, and had like my little bin, and I was like, I was touching everything. I was like picking them and touching because I'm like, I could pick at random, but fuck, what if I get like all horrible ones I gotta at least try and so I'm trying yeah, exactly, this yeah. little boy Aww. comes up and just looks at me and starts stares at me and I did look at him and then turn my body away <laughs> so I, was like, I was like there's another box down there you that's awesome <laughs> and, uh, and then I just finally was like fuck it and picked six random ones ended up getting cause I kept when we were opening them I was like all I want all I want was the contractor yeah, Foley one of the contractor. See, I'm not even quite sure which ones are in the... Yeah, They're let's cute. see, Series 13. Uh, there's a Foley one of the contractor, and they have another cowboy figure. So I needed him for Benton. And it oh, just so great. happened that the one, the bag, the first two we opened were the contractor and the cowboy guy. So oh, really? Yeah. We got the ones we quote unquote needed. What else did you guys get? <laughs> did you get the evil wizard? Yep. We got a couple of these wizards. I feel like he and the cowboy guy are actually the um, the most common ones. Really? The vibe I got, cause we did got... you not get Unicorn Girl? No. No, but I did get the Lady Cyclops, Lady Cyclops. which I gave to Brenna and Chase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Really? Yeah. There was a dude Cyclops in an earlier series, so I'm glad he found love. There's also Alien Trooper. Mm-hmm. It's the hot dog, which actually the hot dog guy should be pretty easy to figure out by fondling the goddamn it's, toy package. Yeah, and I don't know how, com- I think he's, Chase got it. So him. what, so uh, do they have series uh, 12 too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, series, series twelve. 12. Series twelve. I was really excited about it because they had the prospector who looks awesome in Benton. So yeah, prospector's right. Apologies for all the Lego talk for but people yeah. tired of fucking Lego talk. But anyway, yeah, I went. I'm I'm really excited that some of them because the, like January is going to be big. Ja- Lego tends to be big for Annie. Oh well, man, my birthday's was... coming up, and there's a shit ton of Lego I want coming out in January, and I'm so excited. Man, so people have been asking. Like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing for New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I just realized just just this weekend where I was like, oh, man, you know what? My New Year's plans are going to revolve around, it. do I have an internet connection on midnight? Because that's when fucking Lego Detective Agency 
Yeah. I'm saying, I want to be. I want to slide in and go. Oh, I got one. Yeah. Well, you're getting. One. Yeah, we're getting like so, a texture agency. So understand. Is that not even a surprise <laughs> for like birthday stuff? Because no, no. I'll get one. That'll be my Christmas gift to myself. Essentially, we'll yeah. be getting it's, that like it's belatedly. Basically, it's basically your last Christmas gift. Yeah. Oh, is, is that baby. we're getting that? Uh, and which... then we're gonna make future Benton. That's right. Emily's really excited. <laughs> it's gonna be future so we're gonna Benton. take out all their things. It's gonna be like Wolf Detective. I'm so excited Aww. because the new Chima lines. I know we've talked about it in this past, but guys, I'm so excited. They're gonna be bears. When did that come out? January. Comes January with everything first else. or just later on in the month? Uh, I don't know. It comes on January with all the January launches. They're gonna be. Doesn't that come with a big robot bear you want to build? That's what I want for my birthday. Yeah. Can you have I want the robot. I want the mecha bear. Is the bear attack? the detective agency? No, yes. the bear turns out it's the one with the wolf tracker. My, turn, my wolf power truck. Turns out the bear is in charge of all the cookie smuggling yes, operation. It. Man, cookie it's smuggling! It's the kingpin! Yeah, cookies! Man, all I, I was... They had me a cookie smuggling. Boom! Yeah. Done! Uh, so, with the... Man, so, Series 12, do you guys have the pizza delivery man? No. Uh, the gamer? No, no Brandon got the that. Gamer. We have the we have the prospector and the weird... The only ones I wanted were really the prospector. Oh, man, there's the pig person, there's though. There's the pig person. The pig person's pretty awesome. I like they have a goth girl for for the series twelve. The goth girl seems to be one of the common ones. I've gotten really? I've gotten a couple. I'm glad it exists so people who are into goth and also like Lego. Well, that's someone... an underserved. Oh, the um, I we got the uh, uh David Hasselhoff guy yeah. right there, red. The, oh yeah, oh yeah, lifeguard, oh, yeah, lifeguard. Yeah. which is obviously. Oh man, we, we if actually you swap out his hair with the Frodo character for, that you get from uh, the Lord of the uh, Rings yeah. packs. He does look like David Hasselhoff. Actually, yeah. we got more Lego news and the Geek Weekly News and Review, so we'll pick oh, this looking up. Looking forward to it. Okay, all right. Okay. Anyway, Bill, tell me about uh, newsroom. Uh, last episode of newsroom tonight. Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings. She was in this season. Man, I was reading topless a the bit. whole time. <laughs> I was reading a little <laughs> bit. Oh, it's been magn- and she actually like she's. It's just the credit sequence. There was her like on a turntable, topless, just like. With a sign that says, like, it's hastily scri- scribbled newsroom, but it's not even spelled correctly. But it's so good. Annie's face is <laughs> I was... Yeah, I've, I haven't seen the, the last week's episode. Last week's episode dealt with sexual assault in, on college campuses. Which is funny because... Not funny. But everyone was like, oh, this third season, the last season's actually been pretty good for, like... It's and only been, like, a six-episode like, season. And that's what I hear is, like... Yeah, isn't it so, supposed to be like mans? I don't know what happens, but no, I know super Sorkin fucks it up. But like, like really, hard. isn't there so lady? There's that- so many straw men in this conversation. It's astonishing. I don't even want to go into. I it. haven't even watched. You it can yet, read like, oh. much smarter people than me talk about it who actually have seen it. I just read about it. And I was so like, the newsroom was already this. barely limping across yeah. the finish line, and at the last moment, it seemed like it kind of stopped limping quite so much, and it had a little moment of dignity. Yeah. Now it looks like it seems like it just shit its fucking hands. <laughs> Lights on. Yeah, just... Defecation it's, everywhere. If it crosses the finish line, it's going to be because it's slip and slides, and it's own feces <laughs> right over the... Yeah, yeah. so... But Cat Dennings! Cat Dennings was cute. I've heard like, that Cat Dennings is getting better and better on it. And But Olivia Munn! I keep on saying that's the only reason to watch the whole newsroom. Is, I've heard that from other people, too. I mean, she's hot. But she's also, yeah. the, like, the best she's written, best-performed character on the whole yeah. damn show. Yeah. And it's even got, uh, what's her name from, uh, Scott Pilgrim, but her character's terrible. Oh, yeah, Kim Pine. Yeah, she's just, like, she's just Elizabeth, lady. Elizabeth, or Allison Pill is her name. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What's her name? Good job. I remember. Wait a name! Wait a name. But yes, fucking newsroom. Fucking Iron Sorkin. Uh, there was a really good episode of Legend of Korra this Did week. Did you say Cor- call him Iron Sorkin? I said fucking Aaron Sorkin. Fucking That's Aaron his Game Sorkin. of Thrones. Iron, the Iron Sorkin. He pays That's the Iron good... Sorkin price. I, uh, there was a really good episode <laughs> of Legend of Korra this week. We're almost done with Legend of Korra. Yeah, and I guess it's they... Upset. Spoilers, they, ki- uh, they killed off everyone in the last 
10 seconds, I That's guess. That's right, everyone just died. I kind of, I'm kind of bummed Kufira just turn, turn, turns into a maniac the last uh, second. I she's always kind of... She's always feeling she is, it. No, well, the thing is, as a it's soldier... It's not unexpected. She's a, she's a soldier and a zealot. Yeah, a soldier and a zealot, you're willing to make the sacrifice for your yeah. goals. That's yeah. kind of the point. It was a little... That's funny. pretty fucking cold, though. Like, Come on. It's cold as ice. Cold as ice. <laughs> No good. Well, we might as well talk about it. Who gives a shit? I don't think we're spoiling it. It's Kuvira like last Because we're just talking Kuvira about spoilers. Yeah. There's a lady named Kuvira. She got a giant robot. She's a bad person. She blows that shit robot. up. That robot. I like I was. That. No, it's fine. It could have like, been more era appropriate. It was one. Well, that was the things. I was yeah. watching that it's, show. It was and I a realized... little Pacific Remy. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, ooh, is the tar in there with her? Are they drift compatible? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like how she controls it. She has like these that was the coolest part. Made of metal. That, that was like, the part. coolest part. And that somebody, justified it all for me. Was yeah, it, it was McKinney. McKinney pointed out. That I love that I, all a lot of my Avatar stuff comes from Buttface McKinney. Oh, yeah. she's the um, best possible filter for all of this. So stuff. Yeah, but she's like, it's got to be made out of platinum because otherwise Kuvira would never be safe from other people who can metal bend. <laughs> Because because justified though, platinum, yeah. Platinum Which is, makes is something sense. that only a few people can do, and well, so and she can Kavira can do it. So well, especially because she built the robot out of like the shielding from the metal city. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, I never made yeah. that connection. That's how they were able to do it so quickly. Yeah, because she says like it's one off. Oh, like she yeah. says, take off. the shields down. Yeah, take, yeah. yeah, like yeah. and so because I want to build a robot. That was not a conclusion Did, I wish. Like, that was there, like I, I would assume like the like if they had the state on that shot for another. 10 seconds she's like okay take out down all the shields because i got designs for a robot it's like on the back of a napkin it's just like <laughs> the world's crappy it's like because you think you need more engineering than just like come here going make me robot man out well, of sheet metal like her, her man friend is supposed to be well yeah but yeah. sorry supposedly he had, he had reverse engineered but yeah. still they built that like in two weeks i know he's also an enormous shit heel so I, but i was thinking about watching that episode one of the things that bummed me out about legend of Korra, legend of Korra has its falls flaws and ultimately the 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 base of feminism that coasts along on it works for me to, that compensates for a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but man what a waste Republic City is like to have yeah. this whole idea of like this period stuff and they just don't do they never, anything even with yeah. it in the one season where it took place completely within Republic yeah. City you only ever really saw was the bending uh, the professional the bending arena, b- bending yeah. arena. Mm-hmm. You saw Air Temple Island, uh-huh. and then you saw, like, City Hall. And a couple of restaurants. Yeah. And it was pretty much the one restaurant they go to, and, like, yeah. you never got to see any of the gang stuff. You never no. had, you never got to see a jazz band or, like, yeah. any of the kind of stuff you think, like, especially yeah. four seasons you'd yeah. be able to see. Like, it made me realize that my, f- I really want, like, my perfect Legend of Korra comics that come out with Dark Horse it's just would Republic be just City. ambient shit in the city. Yeah, because yeah. you could have done so much stuff to flesh out Republic I mean, granted, like, or, like each season... would be so much fun for a tabletop role-playing game. Yeah. Just I like mean, Life in Republic City. Bolin and, uh, uh, Marco. what's-his-face... They that's good that you forgot his name. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's appropriate. Although at least he's no longer a terrible character. He's just yeah. an, like an in, inert. inert character. Yeah. yeah. But like they never even got like you think I, I assumed we were gonna get a flashback episode to show like how they were like how they wound up on the streets and stuff. And they never even had their flashback that kind of showed. They like, talked about it. They talked about it, but like I think it would have helped Mako a lot if they had <laughs> actually shown like him taking care of Bolin as a kid or that's something true. like yeah. that, or at least something to kind of give their history weight. But yeah, Mako's kind of. There is a great. I did the part where he's like explaining the evacuation and he's, and he's just freaking everybody out. I didn't like lean into the fact the that Mako's not very good at stuff and oh, like oh. yeah, and just lit in the back of the like fuck. He's just a fucking robot. He doesn't understand how yeah. else thinks or feels. He means the, well, have but yeah. Have you seen the uh, McKinney's drawings of Lynn and, and oh, how God. perfect Lynn and Mako are together? <laughs> They're just like. 
Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which I wish I, I wish I had more time. Actually, if you could only add like three or four episodes to each season to flesh stuff out, like like yeah. it would have been nice if they had an extra couple episodes like in each season just to flesh out a couple. Like yeah, if you had an episode that was just about Lynn and Mako mm-hmm. doing stuff, yeah. just to kind of flesh out their professional police relationship, yeah, that that would have helped Mako out at least yeah. a lot. And like um, one thing that kind of I struggled with a little bit in the last episode was that you kind of had the gang get back together last night, or they're like, oh yeah, well the four of us are gonna go out and do this thing, but it felt so. Like, you haven't seen them operate as a group this no. season at all. Well, not even last season. Right? Yeah. They've so been it... fractured. Well, even the third season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eh, not really since the first season. Have you actually seen them consistently running around together as a group? You know? I really like that you've seen Korra's relationship with each of them, and you have an understanding of that. Yeah, but, but as group, a group dynamics, it's... I just don't understand it anymore. Yeah. Bolin is kind of stupid. Mako's yeah. kind of a nerd. Bolin's a nice character, but he is just, like, no, he's... really stupid Sokka. He's stupid Sokka. Yeah. And he's not... And at least Sokka could plan stuff. Yeah. Sokka... I, Bolin, he could lava bed, but that's pretty much it. He's good with but animals and kids, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. I'm cute. I want a girlfriend. Asami <laughs> just kind of stands there. Man, they don't know what to do with Asami. It's so sad. Which is, which is ridiculous, because there's so much you can do with her. They just... They have no clue. You just change she's her just hair. She's just there. I'm grateful so she's there. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they've actually managed to squeeze her in as much as they have because yeah. they could have easily kind of shut oh, yeah. her just off. Oh yeah, put her off. Put her off. But that's kind of like the thing of Legend of Korra. There's so, like so many things where like at least they didn't shuffle that character off. Yeah. But at least they're still there. But they didn't really do that much. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a show that like, I enjoy. It's like Lynn. Like I love Lynn. And so Lynn much. has been like Lynn was like totally well, mishandled in one season and then sort of brought back and then this season's weird. Yeah. At least he got a lot of Bayfong stuff. Yeah. But it's I, funny that Sue, her sister, actually became as much of a character as she ever. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, I yeah. love me some Bayfong. I should hate the hippie dot hippie like the hippie sister, but she's great. I like yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, I love her whole clan and her whole like the oh, yeah. politics. Yeah, her twins. But like again, with the, like fleshing out the Republic City stuff, if they had a chance to do that more, you you could have seen more Lynn doing her job. Yeah. Like, cause it wouldn't be great. Cause like you have these, you know, you have you know Mako and Bolin there from the streets, but then you have you know like Lynn, she's chief of police. You kind of more like Batman animated adventure kind of shit. Yeah, like, you kind of really see how the city works and like, I can understand. How's that. it do? Yeah. Oh well, it's you know that show is is more about what it doesn't do than what it does do. Yeah, right it's 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 positive space, and what we want is the negative space. Exactly, Bill. But yeah, last episode last. So last night's episode was the next to last episode. Well, technically, there's two more episodes. Else, yeah, but they're airing as one big hour. One hour. I'm looking forward to. It, do you care what? Do you want anything to happen on the finale? No, I want a Sami to be care? interesting. Yeah. Do you guys care if uh, Sami and and. Cora, it's like they're not going to do anything text-wise. They're not going to make anything obvious. Some subtext would be nice. Do you think suddenly like Asami's going to be like? I think we got everything we're going to get from any relationships this season. Yeah, what we have is what we got. If only because they're bad at them. Well, they've come out and said they're like we're just going to ease back on relationship stuff and we're going to let people really do whatever they want to. Unless like General Iroh, he had his pants blown off in that last. Oh, that's a little different. And suddenly Asami's like. I was like, he showed, Iroh shows up and I was like, handsome's here. Yeah. He's like, hey, I've been back after three and a half seasons. How you doing? Oh, my army got blown up again. Poor guy. Not yet. Poor fella. He needs to stop taking his army to Republic City because nothing ever good is going to happen. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming Cora's going to do something with the spirit vines. No, the show, Who's it's that? called Balance, and she hasn't really struck that balance yet. 
Like, she's got to... She's reached more balance within herself, but her role as the Avatar is to bring balance between the world. Like, yeah. if you have a Well, villain, I'm just talking about mechanically what's going to happen, because it's weird that they've had all these spirit vines in Republic City, but, like, they got to be there for well, a reason. They've just the kind of been there for like, two seasons. Yeah. The spirits have turned away, and the spirits have said, we're not going to get involved with your human relations or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no Because you're, what you're asking for is to basically use us the way that Kuvir is using us. But... They have to be able... She has to figure out how to convince them to stand. If, if the spirits are not included at all, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Because that's yeah, been yeah. the whole point of this, is that she's, she is the conduit between these two realms. And if she yeah. can't do serve that function, then... Well, also, you think... She, she is the Avatar. You think being shot with a spirit laser probably shouldn't do that much. Or at least, you know, she should be able to say... Fuck you guys, you know. Well, it's like getting punched by a spirit. Like just because I she's know. the avatar doesn't mean she doesn't. I get love punched. gravy, but if I get shot with like gravy fire, <laughs> it doesn't mean exactly. I'm just gonna eat all the gravy that flies out. Emily Carroll, I'll hit my jaw. <laughs> what if what if it's called balance because she just makes the robot fall over? <laughs> there you go. Off balance. She dra- <laughs> she flies around its legs. <laughs> she eats a banana. And she tosses the... <laughs> the one little banana? Yeah. Actually, she tells everyone, we need to make a giant banana. Actually, Bowen's idea is like, let's make a giant banana. Babu. Everybody in the city has to eat bananas. Everybody. Throw all but Asami, you eat the banana nice and slow. Stop. <laughs> Stop. So speaking of eating bananas nice and slow, the only other thing I did this week... Um, was eat was, banana bread. Was eat Floyd's banana bread, which is really good. Because Floyd's starting to bake because of Gregory's Except before after the chocolate diamonds. <laughs> well, <laughs> depends on how you spread So wait, what happened to the banana I, bread? I, no, I just Fully made the, banana bread. Is this a thing? Well, now it is. Fully started baking because of Great British Bake Off, yes. is what I just said. Well, you've cooked before, but you didn't really bake that much? No. No, you bake pizzas. So now I'm baking and I'm frequently baking banana bread. <laughs> oh, is that is that yeah. your first like That's been Foley's thing really? I love banana bread. Banana, banana bread's really good. Delicious. Yeah. It's delicious. So, yeah. Did you use like a recipe from the show or anything? Or are you just just baking in general? Just, okay. just just found found a good one. My dad gave me the one he frequently uses. Okay. My dad's adorable. Because yeah, like as soon as I started watching Great British Bake Off, the first thing on Amazon I did was like like wish list all the great British baking off books, yeah. books and stuff like that. I was looking so. for one from Amazon for you fully, but it was like sixty dollars. Really? Because there, there was like one, a half dozen. There was one called the Great British Bake. It was like specifically a Great British Bake Off book. Oh, okay. so that's not what I want. Yeah, I want one with one of the cute boys in it. <laughs> you just want. Uh, I love you. It's not even cookbook. John or James. John or James. It's a life size poster of Paul Hollywood, like with like simple recipes, just like he's written just on his got... naked body. <laughs> like, 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 he's just wearing. It's just he's got the pants. His pants are on, but he's got his like the big barrel chest, and he's just like sexually splashed with flour. There we go. And he's like making kissy lips at me. <laughs> All well, right, I this to... is not complicated. This can get done. Well, I need to get you a framed photo of Paul, Ho- Paul Hollywood's face just glaring at you while you cook. Is that just to have over I'll the stove? It, so I'll he's just like keep watching. in the middle over the stove. Yeah, just so he's like, hey, <laughs> what you doing? Be good if it yeah. was just a digital frame that plays like a small loop. It's just him going. Mm. Like looking over and you could do that. Things, yeah. Soggy like bottom. It. Soggy, Soggy bottom. bottom. Like, I want one of Mary Berry just like grimacing with her three teeth. Man, <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> Where I was going to go was that the uh, uh, yes. my, the one game I played this week really <laughs> was a game I backed in Kickstarter and I mentioned briefly in the past is this dating sim called Coming Out on Top. Which is a gay dating sim yes. about uh, you play a guy, it's his last semester in college, and he comes out, and you're dealing with his romantic uh, things. And it just came How out, and it's actually spelled? really cute. 
C O M I N as in coming out. But yeah, okay. Coming out. And also, yeah, <laughs> it does have the bone. Well, you're in talking it. about baking. I'm just picturing a bunch of fucking. Um, well, my my segue was with the icing on top. Speaking of eating bananas, essentially, that oh, was my that's segue. What it was. Okay, and then yeah. we went to a banana bread oh. interlude. Yeah, that's where I was going with it. You know, actually no. carve a banana into a penis shape. It's really hard because the tip. My falls point off. is that this game is really cute. And it's actually kind of funny. So you, if you like, if you, I feel like we won because we got. To we romance. figured out, yeah. We we plowed the the hot football player. The hot, the hot football player. Man, I tried to go for teacher first oh, time around. Just... That was really difficult. He he flirted with me and left. And that was how the game ended. And I was like, motherfucker! I didn't come to college to flirt. So you're telling me this is like how to be. Potiful boyfriend, except without birds. It's well, potiful boyfriend is making fun of this genre. The thing about not with that, since that's my kind of touchstone. I'm like, that's your reference. Like, this is interesting because this is kind of the closest game that I to what I have wanted visual visual novel I've played to be. Was this a visual novel? It wasn't just like text adventure. A dating sim is a visual novel. Usually, I can't think of a dating sim. You when you say dating sim, you're usually referring to a visual novel. Um, and it and uh, it's like Hot to Full Boyfriend and then it's largely text-based and you see a portrait of who you're talking to and sometimes you okay, see yeah. illustrations. That's how they work. And uh, But anyway, this is the, 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 the visual, the dating sim that's been actually enjoyable. Most dating sims are garbage that you just tolerate because you want to enjoy the genre or whatever. Yeah. This is actually kind of cute. It's cute. So if you like boy kissing and, um, and boy jizzing, don't object to boy jizzing, I guess I should yeah. say. Uh, coming out on top is really cute. I'm really glad I backed it on Kickstarter. Uh, is there going to be a sequel where he becomes a father and it's called Coming Out on Pop? <laughs> wow. I feel really bad for this girl who's been making it because, so she did a successful Kickstarter two years ago. Uh-huh. And she's been working really hard to get it done. She does the art and all the writing and all the programming herself. And it's a lot of work to do, but the nature of visual novels is that you kind of fly through them. Because it's like when you get oh, a, yeah. Just a you... Choose Your Own Adventure book, when there are eight like eight different paths, any one, the book is thick, but any one path is only you're so reading long. A, you're reading like a dozen pages out of 150. Yeah. Or and I feel like so yeah. bad for her, because there are all these people who are like an hour after it came out, they're like, oh, this is great. Where's the next one? She's like, motherfucker, that took me two years. Just play it nine times. Yeah, it's really cute though. I well, really that's why like you have it. many video games with like like a lot of like content where you could just like not do stuff because yeah. exactly it's, it's so much. It's work. a perceived waste of time depending on how you look at exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I'm really enjoying it. You can get it at obscurasoft.com. Oh, it's good. very cute. It's like yeah. right now it's on sale for fifteen bucks. I'll make sure this is in the I show put notes. it in. I put it. In oh, the show okay. Notes. But it's it's really cute. And if you like boy kissing, it's a fun time. But it's uh, I wish I wish we were doing ladylike not right now. Even though technically I like. It and I feel like someone like I feel like lady likers would like it, but on the other hand, I don't it requires know. There's, there's a, there's, boy liking you boys. Gotta look it's lesbians, technically. Mutual. Oh, I thought, I thought lady like was more just like gay, just in general. No, lady like Bill is called lady like. Well, that's a good point, actually. I'm sorry. I'm sm- it's I, in the name. I got Italian dressing on my Santa hat the other day. <laughs> I was oh, hoping I washed it up. Dylan and I, we ordered uh, uh, chicken Wait, wings no. and salad from Rudy's. Okay. And a little bit of salad dressing got on the desk, and I okay. put my hat down. I bought this new hat like two days oh. ago. It smells so nice. And then I'm like, motherfucker, Italian salad, just a little Italian bit, just enough. Dressing. But every time I wore my hat, it smells like a fucking Italian sandwich, which is good, but you don't want that on your Santa hat. No. And so I think I washed it off effectively. It smells back, it's gone back to smelling like Santa hat. 
Oh dear. I don't know why I would take the. It's like I don't know. Maybe I'm just it doesn't, nuts. It doesn't smell like it. Smells, That's what I'm saying. It's but I think something's wrong with me. Where it's like it's okay. I Phil's think having a stroke on it. Turns out the, 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 it smells like Fritos. Catnip for Bill is Santa hat. You think that orange kitten smells like hamster bellies? And Fritos. <laughs> I, I could see it. that. Yeah, I, that, that's a very specific, specific. The bellies spectrum. of hamsters smell like pine shavings. And they smell like that they friends. smell like good ferrets. <laughs> yeah, not ferrets gross. smell like dying hamsters. <laughs> yes, that's friends. Actually, piss soaked hamsters. Is what We're gonna smell. take yes. a break and come back for the geek we can review. We right. can, okay, we got a, uh, our new band name is called the piss soaked hamsters. Piss soaked hamsters. Yeah, we're coming at you <laughs> live in 2015. Okay, the. First clue is that it is something to eat. No, it's not a cookie. Okay, the second clue is that it is something round. No, it's not a cookie! Mm. Third clue, the color of this thing is orange. No, it is not a cookie! No, it's not a cookie! What can you give up? It's something to eat that's round and orange! It's an orange! It's an orange! Of course it's an orange! I just told you it was an orange! No, you don't get a cookie! Friends, now it's time for the Geek Week in Review. For those of y'all uh, just joining us, you know that this is, uh, you need to know that this is where Bill has written down all the news in the week that was, and this is oftentimes my first learning time reading them. So it's tell my us! First time reading them. Yeah, tell Walter Cronkite, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, so, according to Bill, mm-hmm. the names of a bunch of Star Wars characters Star Wars. were uh, revealed via old 70s style tops trading cards. The names are, according to Bill, Trish, Larry, <laughs> Madison, and Hank. That's, that's crazy. I can't wait to see a further adventures of Trish, Madison, <laughs> Larry, and Hank. <laughs> well, it turns out most of the characters are actually from, uh, from like, Kansas. <laughs> I'm really just looking at me and Andy's just like, I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Where's this joke going? <laughs> so, did you see any of this, like, the, how they revealed? So, well, back when Star Wars first came out, they had Topps trading cards yeah, yeah. that, you know, would, would have, like, little pictures of, like, Luke Skywalker, and there would be a little text at the bottom of the card saying, What's Luke that? Skywalker swings his lightsaber. Han Solo flies the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And so, but they did this, so they just took screenshots from the trailer and said, do you guys, is the names of the characters actually spoilers? Uh, John Boyega. His uh, name's Finn. Yeah, Finn. I saw that on Tumblr. Yeah, it says, like, Finn runs away or something like that. Uh, what's her face? The guy, the lady flying the speeder. What's her, what's her name? Uh, Ray on her speeder. Mm-hmm. Uh, R-E-Y. R-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Like the Spanish word for king. Which is, yeah. Hmm. So, but everyone's suspecting that uh, she's a solo, so it would be Ray solo. Mm-hmm. And then they show the, uh, the robot, and it says, like, BB-8 flies away. Mm-hmm. So it's BB-8. That's cute. And everyone's trying to figure out, like, what are they going to do? Because R2 is R2, C-3PO is 3PO, so it's going to, like, be Bebe. I see some hey, names like just Bebe. Hey, Bebe. I That's... love Hey, Bebe, come here. 
That's what we call Bailey. That's what I saw that. It's like, I'm just like, Bailey, get my lightsaber. She is vaguely, you know, just a round, round, rolly thing. And I saw, (laughs) so, and also there's a guy flying a Millennium Falcon, which turns out to be inside Lewin Davis. Oh yeah, it's Oscar Isaacs or whatever. Yeah, his name's like Poe Pokemon or something like that. (laughs) His name's Poe. It's like Poe Pokemon. Yeah. But Poe. That's a hilarious. Who says I'll go be in Star Wars? And like, your character's name is Poe. And I'm like, I guess uh, at least I'm in Star Wars. But my name's Poe. Mm-hmm. It could be worse. You could be named Jabba or like fucking uh, what's the name of the butt dude everybody hates? Jar Jar. That's true. Could be Jar Jar. Yeah, at least none of the names are like Periwinkle, Stinklefeet. <laughs> oh, and uh, the name of the person with the lightsaber. Chocolate Diamond. <laughs> Played by Idris Elba, no less. Man, and actually the card says. The quote-unquote chocolate diamond ignites his lightsaber, <laughs> and it's just Elba just suddenly like turning around at the camera, going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you see the thing? They actually had a um. Somebody did some kind of like um. What did it do when you talk to a whole bunch of people and they give you answers? A survey. <laughs> survey. <laughs> some kind of James Bond oriented survey, and they, they found out that everyone's big choice for yeah. if, if they ever replaced Daniel oh, Craig totally. with Elba. Oh, totally. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yes. Star Wars. And they also found out 20% of all people who responded had watched all the James Bond movies. And the people who... It seemed like everyone who said that was either a rich white person or a very poor black person. Hmm. Which I thought was kind of weird, too extreme. So, like, yeah. I guess you've got like, a lot of time on your hands. You're going to watch all the James Bond movies. But if yeah. you're super rich and you don't have to work, that, I guess, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Which is weird bought two ends of the spectrum but... race. Spectrums and shit like that. I would definitely watch Idris Elba be. But they can all watch agree. Idris Elba rise out of a swimming pool and it's in, in like a little. Is he as old as Daniel Craig though? I don't care. I don't know. That's I don't f- care. He looks fucking beautiful. Here, hold on. He's a gorgeous man this is beast. He is nice. I need so. to see him in more stuff because I still haven't I seen Luther. I bet that you would like his butt. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I've never seen his butt. Though. He's never. Wa- I've never seen him rise out of the water with yeah. like fucking clean ass pants. Elba is forty two. Oh man, Daniel Craig is in his fifties. I think is I think he fifties? So. Is yeah. he already? Well, I guess it's been ten years since. Uh, because oh, been... remember they were talking about how Daniel how... Craig is forty six. Oh, he's forty six. Oh, really? Sorry, Daniel Craig. I thought you were old. Oh wow, or... you you. Um, he's gonna get real. He's you, gonna call me later. You wrong dog. Um, wrong dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's one that, that that's, I heard that so that's wrong. the dong ends up in the wrong place. Um, but no, because they, they were talking about uh, uh, the the new Bond lady being the fact that she's in fifty plus. And oh, that I he's think actually, about this. Is this gonna he, be the this, first time the Bond girl's actually older than the yes. actor? Well, it's the first time. No, I think it was like not only that. I think it was the first time that a Bond girl wasn't half the age of the yes. current Bond. Which yeah. I say that's actually a big thing. The fact yeah. that even if she, he, even if she was in her forties, would be yeah. a big thing. That he's attracted to somebody vaguely. Oh, in his did age you see that? To find out that she's actually playing Miss Havisham. <laughs> so she, so we just kind of fucked up because for Miss Havisham, she's way still way too see, young. See, all, all. Daniel Craig sliding down the table with all of the decayed food, shooting an AK-47. I mean, she's like, Mrs. Bond, I forgot to tell you, I had sex with your grandfather, even though I was 12 when he was 98. I didn't know what Monica Bellucci. Have you read? Do you know what happens to Mrs. Havisham? Yeah! She, oh, Mrs. Havisham hooks up James Bond with Joe from Little Women. <laughs> And that's how Shakespeare wrote it. <laughs> wow. Fucking hate Great Expectations. Have you read Great Expectations? I tried to in college. All I remember is Miss Havisham. You know what the thing got me thinking about Miss Havisham? What? Oh, uh, fucking 
Fox file. I mentioned this in the podcast before. Ben Dewey made made a coffee filter out of Burgerville napkins <laughs> and called it Miss Havisham. Wait, what? A photograph. Am I having a stroke? No, no, that's, that's not like... a sentence you say out loud. <laughs> How does that even make sense? Ben Dewey posted a picture of Burgerville napkins that he used to make a coffee filter, and he called the coffee filter Miss Havisham. I love Ben Dewey. Can't even get to imagine what logic went into that, but yeah. Great expectations is a kick in the teeth. That's what great expectation is. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot to show Literature. you Literature. Before we started recording, I found this hilarious video. If it's Kermit the Frog yelling at Cookie oh, Monster, we watched it this morning. <laughs> they slowed it down. Right, so no, just slow enough so he sounds drunk. Yeah. So it's not like super like pitched it's down. It's not a cookie. <laughs> I just had to bed just replaying it replay, <laughs> laughing at how I fell asleep oh, oh my god what the hell were we talking about uh, we're gonna move on to the next, next point the Mad Max trailer came out this Woo! week I don't see how any movie can live up to the batshit bazonkers oh, promise well, of that trailer it is car apocalypse opera yeah it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna was be that awesome. opera music on this i can't remember it what the song because it was crazy it was a lengthy well, trailer too it it's was. like two two and a half a minutes song I knew. yeah because so, especially so many trailers these days oh the, the, the star wars well granted the star wars thing is only a teaser trailer but yeah. like that's mostly black screen as much as anything else yeah this, this is goes like, on for two and a half minutes two and just and a half pure minutes just like batshit i would imagine you see most of the money shots in that movie in that trailer i don't I don't know. Even if it does, who cares? Really that movie looks fucking not. Uh, of course, me being the asshole online, I was a little like, rah, 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 a little bit too much CGI to my taste, but still looks fucking good. Dude, well, that's made, the thing. He's, I know. Gone, he's come from all CGI movies. I, I know, exactly. Yeah. And also, I don't see how you can make a movie like that these days without it being yeah decent well, amount and, of CGI. And, and, and I'm sorry. There are, for, for, for the CGI that's there... He backs it up with the live action yeah. cars. Yeah. Also, the other thing, Those cars look amazing. It's 2014. It's a whole new actor playing it. It's 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 okay to reinvent yeah. Mad Max a little yeah. bit. It doesn't yeah. have to be. You know, they filmed it in Africa, not Australia. So, in my mind's eye, it's already wow. fan fiction Phil, anyway. They could. They wanted to film it in Australia, and then for Australia, you know why, had, right? had, had yeah, something about that. Yeah, storms. It was beautiful and lush and green. I thought yeah. it was. I, I thought it was Charlize Theron. It's like I want to film no. in my house. No, that's it. Though. No, she's, she's like, like I, I know a good dirt place. <laughs> No! So, no, it was the flooding and the storms. Isn't that Shirley Theron? And she's, was it? she's from South Africa. Mr. F. It looks No, but it did look It's like watching a movie in of itself for two and a half minutes. It's like, wow, I got my action fill for a day. I feel like I had to pay seven dollars just to watch that trailer. Like I said, me bitching about the CGI, but the shit they do with CGI in the movies. I love that it's a car chase, but then like cars are getting picked up and people are flying. Wicked Witch of the West and really really like how they end it where the guy like the truck goes up. And then the body is flying past, yeah. and you just see Tom Hardy like, "I'm up, I'm ducking." Yeah. yeah, I know. There's a lot, and Tom Hardy's not kicking ass with the whole thing half as much as uh, he's either not in it or he's like, "Whoa, what the?" Fu-? You're yeah. like, "Yeah," he's like, "Looks, that's what Max should be," because he's yeah. totally like, and it's cool. He, he weasels his way through situations. Yeah. He's not always yeah. super badass. He yeah. brought, he brought. He, in fact, it's better. He, like he tries not to be. Yeah. yeah. But like his, he, it's cool that he was able to keep his Bane mask. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Covering his beautiful face. His Man. Beautiful that comes face. out like in May, right? <sighs> yeah. I was super bummed because there wasn't that many interesting movies that came out this year but like I was looking at a release calendar for next year's like summer releases and it is like you get like 
It's Mad Max. I forget what the first big summer movie is next year, but it's, I, it's there's more than a couple movies I'm like, okay, I'll probably see that like on opening day next year, but like, yeah, should be good. Should be fun. Movies. Yeah. The other movie trailer that came out was um, Inside Out, the next Pixar movie. Yeah, man, that was too much CGI. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you guys see it? Yes. Uh, we did. Yeah, that was cute. I I showed it, you know, and I, th- I think this is what they're gunning for. I happened to click on it when a coworker of mine who has two kids of a, you know vaguely that age, yeah. a little younger, um, and you know is a dad who has to watch Pixar movies because shit, you know, mm-hmm. kids stay quiet. Okay, watch this thing. There's a tiny fish. Enjoy. Yeah. Um, and and he was <coughs> leaning over my shoulder and he's like, oh. Yeah, that, that kind of is what that's like. Because, yeah. you know, heterosexual guy, two, two, two and a half Well, I think I saw a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people were complaining about how just, just gender, kind of like, oh, yeah. the guy just likes sports, and the, the mom just, like, wants to bang Brazilian soccer coach or whatever, but, like... Um, Billy was a helicopter pilot, thank is you. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the one element that I did like was that, so this is a movie where it's in the inner, you get to see, like, these different creatures that portray each of the emotions of this girl. Yeah. And in the this commercial, you get to see her dad's emotions and her mom's emotions. And I think it's really cute that all of her emotions are a blend of the two yeah. of them. I thought and that I was thought a that cute was really detail. great. So I like the dads, everybody had mustaches, yeah, and the moms, everybody looking, had mom's hair. You're looking at three different sets of these same characters, yeah. and they did a good job, like, without even having to see exactly through the, whose eyes it are. Yeah. Just from, like, the setting and how the characters are. You can tell exactly who's who. And it's also interesting with her, I don't know if you noticed that, like, her... The moms are, like, fully formed and they all have her hair Mm -hmm. and the dads all have his mustache and everything like that, but hers still kind of look like her parents yeah. yeah except for like a couple of them yeah because it's so, like, like it's nice her it's like not being not fully really formed fully, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just once it's, this movie it's comes out idea. it's gonna be a big meme with everyone designing their own versions of the characters that are in yeah. their head like mine's gonna be fat you know the characters are all gonna be fat like with star wars posters in the background <laughs> like, I'm bad, I'm bad. too much cgi <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's just one of your emotions is too much cgi <laughs> <laughs> we actually need to do like just, our emotions while recording the podcast. Just Annie's <laughs> rage and disappointment, and Bill's just like, "Yeah!" Actually, one of my one of my head foot down. one of my head emotions just Aaron Sorkin just mansplaining shit. <laughs> uh, but no, 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 it's got a fucking Amy Poehler. It's like isn't it half the cast of like NBC Thursdays? I didn't, I didn't recognize any of the voices. It's Amy Poehler as the voice of Joy. It's like oh. Bill Hader as the purple dude fear. It's hmm. uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the older comedian guy with something black as the voice of anger. He was all like on the Daily Show and shit like that. Uh, yes. Uh, what's his face? Older dude. I can't just look up the Ian, fucking. It's not Ian. Not, not, not yeah. Not it's an, even an older guy. Yeah, not I know like what he Ian. looks like. That's not gonna be He's an older guy. Glasses. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, uh, Mindy Kaling as disgust. Oh yeah. And yes, it is. Oh, what's her name from the Office as sadness? The blue lady. Uh, the, 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 the blue lady from the office. No, no, she wasn't blue on the office. Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah. Oh, so you so got Phyllis and Mindy Kaling. That's adorable. And then Amy Poehler. Oh, that's man. really cute. Yeah. So <sighs> hackers are tearing the shit out of Sony, and they found out that Marvel tried to lure Sony into letting Marvel ma- start making Spider-Man movies, or at least start including Spider-Man in Marvel-produced superhero movies, or at least letting the guys making the Captain America movies produce future Spider-Man movies for Sony. It's a complicated situation, but. Yeah, so I guess these were North Korean hackers. Okay, I was—I don't know the story of what was. going I on. I had to hacks. research this last night so we could even talk about it on the podcast because even I was just like I wasn't paying attention to this. So I guess there's that new movie that Sony just produced where it's Seth Rogen and oh, yeah, the interview. Yeah, they they go like it's a comedy where <coughs> Seth Rogen and James Franco go off and try to murder 
uh, Kim Jong-il. Mm-hmm. leader of North Korea. Okay. And I guess people in Korea are not very happy with that. Whoa. So hackers from North Korea hacked Sony uh-huh. in retaliation for making this movie. Uh-huh. And I, supposedly this is all legitimate. Just just a random info dump of just yeah. emails and shit like that and like PowerPoint presentations. Yeah. Is, that yeah. also, is that also where we got the information that the head of Sony hates Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, all yeah. kinds yeah. of weird yeah. shit like that. They're and like, like the actual emails too. Jolie. Yeah, too, but like, he likes Brian. Oh, Goss and like supposedly like a shitload of like underlings and Sony hate Adam Sandler. Because <laughs> like there's a whole bunch of like like trying to like petition the upper head, like the yeah. upper heads to like stop like wasting money on Adam Sandler movies because yeah. A, the movies are terrible and B, they don't make any money. Yeah. Um, oh, they a, made fun of the fact that the smith kids uh uh willow oh there's a thing yeah yeah Yeah, just right like from underlinks and then you have the upper heads like like that's how like they were congratulating on each other for like like landing the super mario brothers movie supposedly and then all this shit about like yeah i guess uh i guess all these emails are from like the end of october and before so there's nothing recent but the most recent ones were like yeah like marvel has been i guess really been courting sony to say hey your last couple spider-man movies sucked yeah like let's 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 let, let's work on something together. So yeah, it's either been like let Marvel make Spider-Man movies or put Spider-Man in the sure. Marvel movies and yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. I guess even um, the guys who've been producing the last uh, well, I guess the last Captain America movie. Did would you guys still haven't seen? Yeah, no, we saw. No, it. We it's saw pretty it. good. We have seen uh, it. They fun. even offered to start producing uh, Spider-Man movies for Sony. They yeah. would essentially be like. On loan from Marvel yeah. to Sony, sense. so Sony would still even be making their own movies, but at least you could have this contingent from Marvel kind of like at least kind of yeah. overseeing and yeah, and all kinds of yeah. shit like that. So it's like the, we're gonna help you guys not really totally fuck. Which would be up. honestly, Andrew Garfield in a fun Spider-Man movie would be amazing. Yeah, although I'd supposedly Sony's really hell bent on. Oh no! It was Marvel said they they, they they just if if they start doing Spider-Man stuff, they're just wipe the slate clean. And if they, they actually make to. a Spider-Man movie, yeah. they, like no origin story, it would just be like, hey, it's Spider-Man. I'm already yeah. here. Like, yeah. let's go out yeah. and do stuff. It makes sense, which makes me sad because Andrew. That's yeah, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Andrew if you're gonna pluck anything from that, you pluck Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield. Did you see there were pictures of Emma Stone and Taylor Swift hanging out? And they were very cute, and everyone's like, oh my god, they're like the same person. I want to have sex with them. This is what happens they're when I follow Tumblr. The they both have a kind of like, they're the both kind of people when they know, smile, their eyes disappear. Because they have like thin eyes. Sure. They look like a Tumblr drawing. I'm gonna, hold on, I'm looking at This up. is the you news I get from Tumblr thing. where people are um, just like looking at Did you see the Channing Tatum email that they got? They leaked? No. See, that's what I'm saying. I still, like, yeah. Well, there's a shit ton of emails, I'm sure, but they're floating around this one that was Channing Tatum and an email chain with the producers of uh, 22 Jump Street when it came out and it, it beat Ted yeah. in rankings. And he's like, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> and it's just like, like I'm gonna say, five thousand characters of laughter. <laughs> That's it. It's amazing. It's well, so good. One of the best things is um, Sony's embarrassing PowerPoints are even worse than the shitty movies. Is like they leaked all these uh, PowerPoint presentations from Sony, where it's just like random like st- stuff like uh, this is this does not make for good radio. Yeah. But like as someone has to work with PowerPoints and stuff like yeah. that, it's just like. Here's the key themes of uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. Is believe in yourself, food is fun. All using, Sun- of course, Comic Sans. Comic yeah, Sans! And, and like, the other ones just turn into like, like the keywords for like, After Earth is like, batteries, adhesives, band-aids. Uh, here's what? like, Smurfs Intel. Um, just Teens love Smurfs! Yeah, uh, it's just like, it gets worse and worse as you go through like, all the stuff that was leaked, but like... Oh my god. 
Like, wow, these are terrible PowerPoints. For Elysium, uh, this very specifically, I have a PowerPoint presentation about avoid sociopolitical themes. Yeah. Exo, exo, exoskeleton incites curiosity, but don't overplay. All just all kinds oh of weird, gosh. just like Captain Phillips. Avoid yeah. American themes. Yeah. Uh, just uh, Tom Hanks return to form. Just I don't know. It's just wow. Yeah. Really oh, every bad. time I see every time I see White House Down, all I can think about the name of it is uh, Chelsea Peretti asking um, is Brooklyn Nine Nine, where she's like, "You rented White House Down eleven times. <laughs> Was it a particularly difficult movie for you to grasp? Was that a recent episode? I need to catch up a, on that it show. We've only seen season one. Yeah. And she she did have a good comedy. Mm-hmm. How was you guys watched the Nick Offerman thing, right? We did, yeah. Oh, Andy's fully liked fading. it. I enjoyed it, but I, I could, you know, honestly, like after after watching it with you and um, seeing your face throughout the whole thing, <laughs> why? Um, what? And constantly having to look over at my Poor wife and fully. go and go, we can shut it off. It's okay. Was it that bad? Um, my my criticism, I understand why fully enjoyed it, and it's not bad. I enjoyed it because Nick Offerman has He's opinions great. that I agree with. He's really great, but. But it wasn't just not that no, funny. Well, or... no, my, my issue with it was that comedians, he, there's a whole thing in it where he talked about have a discipline, have a craft. And my issue with it was that I feel like comedy is a craft. And this is basically, it was basically like if someone had asked me to make a one hour special. Oh, no. It's like, I'm no, 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 it's not that I'm not funny or anything or that I don't have presence. Fuck you. you don't. My point is, is that I'm not a comedian. It's not my craft. So he's a fine guy, and he's a fine, funny guy. But cute. it was—it's cute, and there are some really awesome, actually kind of wonderfully filmed, like a little bit of interstitials. Yeah. But it was just—it was—he's not a comedian. Just this weekend, I saw. Did you guys ever see the short film where what somebody walks in on? It's—it's it's like Nick Offerman. People are smoking weed out of his ass. They've got like a little funnel. Wow, no. And it's like Allison Brie and all these other people. Like it's all this weird shit. Like Amy Poehler's running around. This is like from a couple of years ago. I don't realize he wrote and directed this little short. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. He wrote down on a piece of paper. Okay, and then I am naked on a table and people are smoking weed <laughs> out of my butt. There you go. Um, he he does he does like butt and vagina humor. Really? Um, okay. But no, Which basically, fine. basically, we did, I, I keep on talking about chocolate diamonds. It's true. Uh, I also helped bring it up, but uh, what I liked about it is like I just watched it, and the the only reason that I was like Annie, you should watch this with me, you should watch this with me, was because I want the relationship that Nick Offerman has with with Megan Mullally. Like, yeah, I want. I forgot that they married. I want Jesus. that marriage. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that their marriage is one of like is something that you should is is something that you should strive for. I yeah. think it's a really sweet caring and compassionate and long-term yeah. situation and i love the way he talks about her yeah. and i love you know th- yeah and i was like this is so sweet and then it's, i'm like oh yeah and then there's a lot of like eating pussy humor and which i didn't think annie would be against but apparently yeah, but again, you know there's the expletives and 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 dick jokes and scatological jokes it's they're not a foundation that you build things on they're they're like they're a squishy. They're a, it's like it's like a frosting that you you or like it's like sprinkles that you scatter wow. across. Dick sprinkles. Dick sprinkles. It's not like your core bake. Your core bake should not be dick. <laughs> core bake. Weed. So what are you saying you like you like Ron Swanson more than more than you like Nick Offerman? Oh uh, no, as a comedy I like Nick Offerman. I like Nick Offerman a lot. He he's actually a really funny guy, and I like his presence and everything. Did like you that. read his book that he came out with this year? This apparently this was it's pretty a picture much his of a book. dick spread over like like 150 yeah. pages. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I it's, like it's the, Nick it's Offerman. The watermark. It's the watermark. When you <laughs> it 
I like Nick Offerman <laughs> just dick, fine. Dick, dick. This special was not my jam. Uh, that's okay. yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was really cute. Yeah. I should no, not, not as good as the Chelsea Peretti one. The well, see, the thing is, is that that I think that was that was what bothered me is like he is not a comedian, and it's presented as a comedy special, and also frankly like Bible jokes and stuff. It's like those are the jokes that I made in the third grade. Yeah. If Annie Maloney like giggling with people in pews in third grade made you jokes, then it's like I just well that. they should have gotten you when you were young and super talented. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been a pretty fucking rockin' third yeah. grader, like, hey, yeah. hey, mom and dad. I enjoyed Catholicism, it. right? It was fine. Her, it was whole, just like... her whole bit was like, she's just in the third grade, they pull out some pews, and it's just Annie sitting there like, <laughs> I mean, we had a oh, Bible with again. all of the dirty parts highlighted and dog-eared that we floated around during In your house? Masses. No, in, the, in our church. Really? Why? At St. Andrew's Catholic School. Why not? Because when you, there were some no weeks. No one take them? There were some weeks when we had three masses a week. Because you would have... What are the dirty parts in the Bible? Oh, there are a shit ton of dirty parts in the Bible, my friend. Are you kidding me? It's I know Ham spills a seed the and he gets struck Testament. by lightning. We can't even go into it in this podcast, my friend. There's a lot of dirty parts. Oh, what would you guys think of Exodus? Ridley Scott's Oh, did it come adventure. out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the theme of this this week. Three people have seen it and everyone's what is it? like... What is, it's got like a super low Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone's like saying 35. it makes Noah look like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. 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 That's scary. Well, they say it's essentially like a remake of Gladiator, except that everything's blue and, and there's Egyptian shit played by white people. But they said the same basic plot where, like, <sighs> Moses is, like, a military leader, but then he gets, like, captured by these guys and he's, like, stripped of all this stuff, but then he comes back. And, like, even, like, down to the ending, it's, like, a one-on-one battle between him and Larry. Seriously? In, in like, a fucking arena or something like that. <sighs> like, Man. I really want to like What's-His-Butt, who plays Larry. I really want to like him. He was in Warrior. All I know is he was... Oh, Joel Edgerton. He was in yeah. the Australian movie. He was in Great Gatsby. There. Yeah, he was in um, Animal... Anim- Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. I've only seen him in Animal Kingdom, which is that awesome Australian crime movie. It is fantastic. And he played Uncle Owen in Star Wars. He Pretty cool. I want to like him, Yeah. but he just kind of slides right off me. He's, I don't know. Well, especially with, like, when he's just bald with that much mascara. It's yeah, just kind of like... He looks very silly. He's, he's, he should he's, be looks like a John Waters dude, character. He's magic guyliner there. In. Yeah. Just not interested. No, I'm especially bummed, too. Oh, we should, I think there's more show notes stuff. Yeah, what's next? Uh, anyway, we're going to more Sony League stuff. We talked about the... Oh, you know what? Like, actually, stuff. skip ahead to the Ridley, because this actually blends into... Because I was going to say, okay, so Ridley Scott is claiming that Harrison Ford told him that the Blad Runner 2 script... I guess it's supposed to be Blade Runner 2 script. <laughs> Blad Runner. <laughs> it's the best script that Harrison Ford has ever read. This is Ridley Scott saying this. So everyone's like, Ridley Scott... Wait, wait how does he... Really? I like that Ridley Scott's coming out and saying... Harrison Ford told me that the script I'm working on is the best script he ever read. He don't be in my well. Ridley Scott's kind of waffling as to whether or not he's actually going to direct it too. But um, but yeah, Ridley Scott, I'm kind of bummed again. Going back to the Exodus thing, Ridley Scott's definitely hit his period of like he is shooting blanks at this point. Shooting blanks, and I think like his whole excuse for all the whitewashing Exodus was so just kind of like whatever. I just did for the money. Kind of like it was. It, they, they, His excuses were pretty racist. Yeah, like, and oh, you couldn't make that movie with you know which actually, people of that nature. That's the more like, fucked up thing than anything yeah. else. But as a creative force, because really, Scott, yeah. he's made some great movies, but he's totally hit that thing where his life, like, because I think this is how Prometheus was made. This is this is, this is my argument that like he just wanted to make an alien movie just mm. to make some money. And I think he's totally hit that thing in his life where he's just that mercenarial kind of very cynical mm. phase where he'll just do stuff like. 
And so I think that's the only reason why he's probably working on Blade Runner. And, like, yeah, like, because I could see, I think Exodus would, you could kind of at least excuse it if he really believed in the project and was willing to go for back yeah. casting choices. No. Yeah. But when he's just like, this is the only way I could get this movie made. And it's a really good impression of this guy. That was really cool. Hey, or have you seen Robin Hood? Actually, a lot of people are comparing this to Robin Hood, too, where it's kind of yeah. classic, kind of like yeah. blue, a lot of blue. Yeah. He makes pretty pictures. He does. Like, oh, we need to get, was, wait, who was in Robin Hood and Gladiator? Who's Russell that guy? Broke. Hey, Russell, we need you to no. uh, uh, put down the ho- dog and stab the Guy of Gisborne. Wow. I don't really know where this is going. Is it Guy of Gisborne a dude in Robin Hood? Yes. yes. No, I'm saying I don't understand really where you're going with this rip. Hey, Christian Bale. <laughs> All right, cut you off. Pick up that no, sword. I need I, you to stab. not seen Exodus. I need you to stab. To be honest with you, I'm still in recovery from Noah, so I don't know if I can yeah. see another biblical epic. Did we talk epic. about how bonkers Noah was? We did. Yeah. We talked about it on this right podcast. With the Rock Lords? We talked yep. about it on this right Were you here with our conversation? Rebel, what is this yes. Rebel Wilson? Oh, yeah, we need to we're, jump let's back. Let's continue on, please. We're, we're, <laughs> we're just recycling here. Um, also revealed on the Sony leaks, Sony supposedly signing a deal with Nintendo to create an animated Super Mario film. So what's, what is this about this? So uh, part of the email chain was Sony people congratulating each other for landing, quote-unquote, landing the Super Mario Brothers movie. And it sounds like they may have inked a deal with Nintendo to make an animated Super hmm. Mario Brothers movie. And supposedly they're trying to get Gendy Tartakovsky to direct it. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, because fuck Sony, they don't have a good uh, record track record for the an, an, like, yeah. animated stuff. Smurfs for Christ's sake. Mm. But Gendy Tartakovsky loves Smurfs. Yeah, which I would wonder if like if he does good with the Popeye movie. Yeah, because yeah. Super Mario would awesome. just be Popeye, except yeah. with like everyone's got cat ears Bill, and shit. To be fair, us in our perfect world, a Super Mario movie is based on Super Mario Two. Yeah, that's our perfect and world. Just people throwing real life live action people throwing vegetables at each other that's for two it, hours, baby. especially Jackass movie <sighs> with a dwarf in a genie outfit. Um, there's a. <laughs> There's a petition going to get Jonathan Frakes to direct Star Trek 3. Wow. Oh, yeah, so the guy who was working on Star Trek 3, he quit. Or got fired because supposedly he's terrible. And so, yeah, Jonathan Frakes, he huh. directed a bunch of the old Star Trek movies. And so, uh, yeah, on- online there was a petition to, like, let's get Jonathan Frakes back. And then Jonathan Frakes online was like, I think he just retweeted one of them. So everyone's like, he's in Dark Star Movement to get Jonathan Frakes. He wants to do it. I don't think Jonathan Frakes has actually really said he's much of anything. He's, but like, he's, he's actually just like, how does Twitter work? Yeah, I know. Exactly. What does this button do? Well, I guess he's been like, ever since Star Trek ended, he's been doing nothing but directing. If, if it hasn't been Star Trek movies, but like he's directed a shitload of TV. I think he's done yeah. a bunch of Grimm and things like that. Oh, interesting. So he's been in Aww. town. He's probably taking a shit inside the Hippo Hardware store. He's even now eating a voodoo donut. Yep. Yeah. While well, he's Damn directing... He's directing, uh, what gets made? Once Upon a Time in there in town? Have you guys, did you guys finish Once Upon a Time? The, All that frozen shit? We still haven't, we, 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 we watched, we haven't watched any of the new Because you guys were watching that, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on now. Yeah, we need to see what's well, going on. Well, I know. Version, Ermagerd. You know, Ermagerd. You love, you love what's I love you love the evil R- queen. Regina. I love Regina. She's smoking hot, babelicious. Ugh. She does look the most like of anybody on TV. If I can look like anybody, like Regina, like she's not bad. She's she, gorgeous. I want her hair, and that's you very attainable gold for me. I don't have her hair. You, I want her hair. Okay. I want to look like Jafar. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be real hard. I know. I have what, to look like the dude from Lost. So okay. So who's, who's your ideal cast for a Super Mario Brothers movie live action? We get Channing Tatum as Luigi. <laughs> who would you Rebel have? Wilson as Princess Peach. There you go. That's good. 
What they do? This is Sony Ghostbusters 3 Super Mario Brothers movie. It's a co-production. So you'd have the same cast. <laughs> um, Bill Murray is Mario. Bill, who would you cast in a Mario movie? I don't know. I, my thing is that I, I, I could go off about it, but Andy's about to Al die. Pacino. So we're almost at the end. We need to get Andy, drag Andy across oh, no, the finish okay. line. it's okay. I'm fine. You guys can talk. Just don't expect me what to. What the hell is a storyline for a Super Mario Brothers movie, though? Like, what yeah. do you do? Like, what is that movie? I'm assuming yeah. it's good. Hopefully... I mean, hopefully it's an actual, like, CGI animated... Yeah. C- C- hopefully it's not like the Smurfs where it's, like, CGI animated Mario and friends in the real world hanging out with... Don't like I'm that. I'm celebrity it's of the just week. a shot-for-shot remake of the last Mario movie. <laughs> Which I've never seen, weirdly enough. Really? I would have been all over that. I yeah. saw it in theaters. Didn't it have a, a Pesci in it? I think so. Did have Joe Pesci? Oh, it had uh, Dennis Hopper in yeah. it. No, it had what's he his face? Bowser. John Leguizamo as Luigi. Yeah, oh my God. Did you like that guy? Because I hate Bob that guy. I like him best when he's a drag queen. Oh yeah, yeah that's John Leguizamo. That. John that's, that's, and I've never seen him in <gasps> supposedly the good stuff. That? That's what I'm saying. Aww. That's, that's one of my mom's. Is that the two one crew movie? Yep. Yeah, because there was a spate like there was like two years where like he had a whole bunch of drag queen movies come on. Two long is, is, is that also two? two. <laughs> what did I whole say? Bunch. You said a whole bunch. There were two. <laughs> a whole bunch. No, wait. What was the other one? Two Wong Fu and what? What was the other? Which one, one has Jim um, Zod? Oh, oh, the the other one that he um it was uh, the Romeo and Juliet. Really? <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know what that joke Didn't is. Didn't one have, like, General Zod from Superman, the old Superman movies? There's two Wong Fu, and then there's one with Elrond. That's what I was about that's, to say with Agent uh, Smith. That's not... Okay, wait. That's uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Thank okay, you. that's the two. That okay. was, that was, but he's not in... John Lee was not in that. No, I know. Okay. But Bill was talking about all of the drag movies. All of the drag movies. movies. Oh, speaking of terrible video game movie adap- adaptations, understand. too, it just came out today that the guy who makes... Night of the Museum movies? Uh-huh. Have you guys seen those? Movies? No. Because I know the last one with uh, What's-His-Face coming out. Robin Williams. Oh. And they're kind of being very like, hey, it's Robin Williams. Come see this. Mm. Continue. Continue. Uh, so the guy who was directing that, he uh, approached uh, Microsoft with a pitch to make a Minecraft movie. Hmm. And he seems super butthurt that, like, supposedly Mohang, the studio that makes... Um, Minecraft. They were actually the ones that shot it down. I guess this guy wanted to make like live action Goonies, mm. but like in the world of Minecraft somehow. And he was super like, well, some people. Uh, sometimes you have a good idea, but sometimes you get shot down by people. I guess that's the way things go. But I think it was a really good idea. Oh. And I felt kind of bad. Oh. But this is also the same guy who makes Night of the Museum. How good was this idea? For him? <laughs> Especially when it's like, oh, I was gonna make the Goonies, but it's gonna be Minecraft. Uh, what I'm picturing his idea probably was like, kids probably get sucked into the world of Minecraft, and then it's like, oh my god, remember? It's it's like the Wizard, <laughs> but meets um, what like Cool World. Oh god! I'm trying to think of, of movies yeah. where like live action people. It would be the opposite of Super Mario, where you have Super Mario coming out into the real world, but he's still CGI, and there's yeah. uh, Ariana Grande music on the soundtrack. <laughs> In the Minecraft movie, it's like it's like Ariana Grande goes into the world of Minecraft, and she's singing the whole time. Mm-hmm. I have a song that's kill the creepers. <laughs> they see my peepers. Um, Man, I almost I almost got used to Minecraft Lego for Christmas. They have they have new Minecraft Lego we, sets. We're on the we at bricks and minifigs, and you had the, the box in your hands, and you're like, I could spend twenty five forty nine on this. She drop kicked it back into the. And she's like, room. or I could get so many <laughs> minifigures out of this dumpster right here. Anyway, the thought is appreciated. Literally, uh, the they sold out as it was in my car. It was actually oh okay, yeah. Rebel Wilson and Jen- Jennifer Lawrence have both met with Paul Feig about being in the Ghostbusters reboot. Hmm. That was that. Both Rebel Wilson and, and Jennifer Lawrence, who was with us here in the studio, 
pretending to be Andy Maloney this week. Uh, but yeah, both they came out and said they were they were talking to him about uh, which one's Rebel Wilson? She's the one from uh, she's the, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. She's the chubby lady, right? Yeah. Fat Amy. Fat Amy. Uh, I mean, literally, her character is called Fat, Fat Amy. Amy. I mean, it's not that. God damn. But then she's was, she's a comedy juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, as part of the Sony leak, though. Um, supposedly, again, supposedly there are, it's Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone, Melissa McCarthy, Amy Schumer, and Lizzie Kaplan. Who's Lizzie Kaplan? Uh, she is the hot lady from, what's the show about the two sex dudes? (laughs) That's my title of that show. No, the dude from Kingdom of Heaven who gets, who gets stabbed, Balin's brother. He's on the show about the sex researchers. Ma- master of sex. Mas- she's the master. She's Michael Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen. She's, she's the lady. No, yeah, she's the lady who's like the assistant of Michael Sheen. And then they're, 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 she's the other half of that show. Okay, so he's referenced to. Let's see. Oh, things. she was the lady in Cloverfield you who know, wasn't the protagonist. You know, the only... That's her. Yeah. The That's only her. one. The only one. I, I, I'm not a big. She was apparently sure. in Mean Mean Girls, but I haven't. Uh... I can't remember who she was. Oh, which is funny because she's actually... Oh, no, she was the friend in Mean Girls. She was like the the goth friend in Mean Girls. Oh, she's a... She's That's a, who she is. She's a... All right. Whatever. Um, I guess she could be Egon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's such a warm reaction. You should be the casting that's, director that's at Sony. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. She could be... She got brown hair. I don't give a shit. I don't know, because I'm just like... I'm just like, shh, go away. Wait, I only so want to pay attention to Jennifer Lawrence and, and Emma hold Stone. Hold on. According yeah. to Sony Leak, who is the cast? It's this lady and Emma Stone. Mm, Jennifer Lawrence, mm, Emma Stone. Okay. Melissa McCarthy. That's fine. That's she's Those from Gilmore three are Girls. Solid. That's great. Amy Schumer. No. I thought people liked Amy Everybody Schumer. Everybody likes Amy Schumer. We tried to watch one episode. Amy Why is it not Broad City? Me. We watched one episode of 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 her show and didn't I like just it. Don't like her. Wait, who's is it? Broad City, the funny ladies. Broad City is the funny ladies. She's not. They're too. They're in for the they should be in this special. The yeah. crazy yes, one. Yes, actually, no, because the crazy one. Brenda was talking about this. How that lady is a female. Um, Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that only yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so. um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, gotta a, we gotta start a Twitter campaign. I just had an idea. Oh, did you guys see? Uh, <laughs> Hashtag. I just had that. Um, what's the the, the twenty two Jump Street? Did you see that? No, I've I've not seen either of the Jump Street. I've not I've not seen either of them. I really like Chris Miller and Phil Lord, so I Which need to see. Do you it. like Channing Chan- Tatum too? Uh, actually, not really. Well, Never we call him Potato. But, um, but still, you seem to be a human thumb. You guys seem to be weirdly affectionate. Not, I'm not saying you guys Bill, want to date him. We've talked you guys on this podcast. On We're like, oh, Channing Tatum. Bill, on this podcast, <laughs> repeatedly, <laughs> I, I have thumb. come out and say how I should like Channing Tatum, but I don't really. But he's a potato man. But just, he should be my type, no. and yet somehow he is 22 not. Jump Street. There's a lady. She's a chubby blonde lady. I've only seen the only parts I've seen from either uh, 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 Jump Street movie. There's a whole bunch of outtakes. It's this lady just tearing the fuck out of uh, who's the fat guy in Twenty Two Jump Street? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, and she's just fucking hilarious. So the outtakes are her just like insulting him, I guess. You know, because that's how, what half comedy movies are these days, where just people insulting each other. But it's her just kind of like improv, improv, just like ripping on him. It's fucking hilarious. I'm like. I want her in a movie. I don't care. It's <laughs> or anything. That's like the best thing I've ever seen from any of those movies. Really? So. I'm just sad because I want Chelsea Peretti to be the receptionist yeah. in this oh, so that's that's I the best. Yes. She'd be so good. God, I love Chelsea Peretti. Anyway, yeah. 
And Jenny Slate. Why isn't Jenny Slate on there? Jenny, Jenny Slate, Slate would also be amazing. Be great as a receptionist. I want no. I want her to be like someone that they are ghost busting for. What? Did, okay. Uh, here's what happens. Here's what happens. I want it to be Liz from. It's publicity. a death proof. Ah! It's a death proof thing where like you have this first ghostbusters team, then halfway not. through they get like a wiped out. Yes. And so like you bring in the other team. Yes. Like, yeah. Like you get like eight or nine ladies in the movie. Yeah. The new receptionist. Yeah. Stay same. You know, station house and everything like that. But. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Uh, good call. We're all going to move on. Finally. Looks like George Michael snuck his way into a future Gorilla Grodd themed Lego set. This is amazing. So they're coming out with more Marvel superhero Lego sets, and one of them is with Gorilla Grodd, who's okay. this hyper intelligent gorilla. And this set is him chasing after a delivery truck. Well, the delivery truck, of course, is a banana truck. And the minifigure that is driving the banana truck is totally George Michael in the banana, like in the. Um, I mean, the character's a little like, if oh you look gosh. at his suit, so he's got yeah. that. And so he's we're looking at Reddit right now. But the apron. He's yeah. totally got George Michael's apron and like the, the his his outfit. Is it's totally, really cute. It's, it's the banana stand uniform that That's this that this tr- banana truck driver wearing. I honestly swear to God, thought you were talking about George Michael, the, the yeah. gay musician <laughs> who got <laughs> blowjobs in a, a public bathroom. We should have said George Maharis. George Maharis. <laughs> Which I guess is actually the joke. There is that like that George Maharis was another guy who like in the early eighties got busted for public sex in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's always thought... money in the banana stand. There's <laughs> some very cute Lego designer who That's went like, really hey, adorable. with this banana themed. That's really cute. Good job. Well, it's funny because the whole Lego minifigure series is all thinly veiled copyright infringement, but in kind of a loving way. So it's kind of great. Oh, this is the thing I never got around to talk about the Lego minifigure book. It's a very Uh cool book. A history of Lego minifigures. But in 1999, you totally see where the whole Lego takes a hard turn where everything suddenly becomes licensed. Because they talk mm-hmm. about there. This is something I was talking about online recently where I was talking about... I was having a conversation with somebody. We were trying to figure out when Lego stuff started becoming so license-based. And actually, in this book, they do state that the Star Wars Phantom Menace mm-hmm. was the first licensed... You could make a Sully. Oh. Oh, my God. That is Sully from Or Bob's Burgers. Sorry, I'm pointing at things in a box. There's a mustachioed minifigure. Yeah, yeah, Bob Belcher. Um, did you see the, this week's episode where Bob's we're, dad we're, co- we're, wow, we're way behind on Bob's Burgers. Bill, we're talking about Legos and license. Yeah. No, but so anyway, so they do specifically mention that Star Wars Phantom Menace was the first license set. <laughs> and I, it's funny because in the book, right, like, they do show all the unlicensed figures they came out with since then. Yeah. But it really does, like, in the book, halfway through... After 1999, it becomes like Harry Potter and stuff. Yeah. Which is funny because my recollection was that like Lego didn't become super heavily licensed, uh, didn't start basing their stuff on licensed stuff until Harry Potter because I so thoroughly blanked out any Star Wars prequel stuff because I was like, what the fuck is like, I knew those came yeah. out, but I don't remember yeah. them. I was like, well, also, I don't think anyone was in, like, no one was into Star Wars enough to really do Lego stuff, but I remember like, like the Harry Potter Legos were the first Legos that people were interested interested enough in the property in that you I saw people talking about like Harry Potter Lego and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And ever since then, yeah. Then the, right after that, they got the Marvel license and that kind of just. Well, they. Into, I mean, they you, do that. Well, the end of the book is Chima stuff. You talk about like quote unquote all the license stuff, but they they have a pretty healthy balance of like fifty fifty. Oh yeah, now, it's just whenever you get like a Lego catalog, it's always licensed stuff right, up front. But like right. the, the even in the book, like every year, even though it's licensed stuff, like the last half is still like hot dog guy. Yeah. You know, that kind of, look at that big set that we're freaking out about is the goddamn fucking, uh, hot, like, fucking cookie smuggling set yeah. that's coming out. And that, you know, that's not licensed. That's Even cool. though I do want to turn into a Casablanca set. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, 
Some cable channels are now showing an HD version of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in widescreen that now shows crew members and equipment in the margins. What? what? Yeah. And even shit, basic shit like day for night filters missing during some scenes, which render some of the night scenes nonsensical. So it seems that like, what? I only heard about this because Joss Whedon just tw- tweeted about this the other day. Like yeah. this was not announced or anything like that, but I guess, yeah. Fox or whatever went back to the original assets for the Buffy the Vampire show, scanned it, and started showing that as a TV show. Yeah, totally. And so the show was filmed in widescreen, but it was always meant to be cropped off at the side. Yeah. So there's like lighting equipment, oh, cast geez. guys off to the side. And because they went back to a version of the show where it wasn't completely edited, so like oh there's a lot of episodes with day for night stuff where like the day for night filter wasn't laid over. And so like they show like in one scene, there's uh it's it's Buffy and Angel sleeping in her bedroom. In the it's day. supposed to be in the middle of the night, but it's obviously like the one that got shown on TV. It's them in the middle of the day, like sunlight streaming in. It's supposed yeah. to be moonlight once you put a filter over it. Yeah. It's like if you're watching this, how does this make any sense? Because you're already established like Angel That's can't be out funny. in the day. Like, so and, like everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, so, I guess, yeah, like I said, this just started airing without any announcement that's or anything a, like that. Very, so. It's a very Fox move right there. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. But the only thing Fox is good at is fucking things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lost, they don't have a Star Wars anymore. They could be totally fucked up. A lost 1927 Oswald the Lucky Rabbit short was found rotting away in a pair of unlabeled film cans in a library in Norway. Coincidentally, it was Walt Disney's first Christmas-themed cartoon ever. It was about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit trying to find gifts to give a bunch of lousy orphans. I heard that was a 1927 way to put that. <laughs> But yeah, That's interesting. So, is it in any state that they can actually, like... Ex- I saw actual photographs of the reels, and it seems, seems like some of the reels are crumbling a little bit. Mm. But it's still, like, you can see the images and stuff on them. But yeah, just, like, uh, well, yeah, for, like an early, like, silent huh. Disney That's cartoon. That's awesome. Yeah, which is funny, because, like, all the articles I saw had to explain... I saw about this article, I had to explain to people, like, it's not... This is before Mickey Mouse. Well, Disney had this character called yeah. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Yeah. It's a long story, Man, I remember but, when like, Disney tried yeah. to bring back Oswald the Lucky Rabbit for and a hot minute. they just cut his foot off. For a video <laughs> game, no less. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were trying to do it, like, they were, like, toys and stuff. Did and you hear how Disney got the rights back to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit? So I guess what happened was, back in the day, so Disney, for his first character that he really came up with is Oswald the Lucky Rabbit character. And something happened. He got swindled out of the character who I think sold the rights to the character like Universal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Got sold out to somebody else. And so that's why Disney had to come up with Mickey Mouse, essentially a replacement character. And so for like up until they came out with that ep- like that epic Mickey game, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was the property. I think it was like Universal or something like that. Universal was like, I think they had a uh, like broadcasting deal with like NBC or CBS or something like that for like sports broadcasting. And something happened where... One of the sports broadcasters, like, turned out to be some kind of crazy racist guy or, like, got involved in a sex scheme or something like that. So, so they wanted to get rid of him. And so Disney did something where they, like, traded, like, because this company who was hiring this this, this, this sports uh, announcer guy, they had the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Oswald the Lucky, I think Disney said, we'll buy out this guy's contract if you give us the rights back to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Seriously? And it's, I have a hard time recollecting exactly what happened because it sounds like it's a story that doesn't make any sense. But this has happened within the last decade. They specifically yeah. bought out this like fucked up guy's contract just so they can get the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. How would you imagine if you're like the sports newscaster famous guy got busted <laughs> for like some kind of sex scandal and your contract got bought out by an entirely different company just because that company wanted to get their hands on Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That's too funny. And 
And so, and that's when they started making like video games and shit based off of like Oswald. And I guess that's nothing really ever happened in that. So this, I don't like this last one. N- NBC announces this week that its mid-season slate of Thursday night programming will feature no comedies. Which brings an end to 30 years of Thursday night must-see TV comedy programming, which began in 1984 with Cheers and The Cosby Show and continued with Seinfeld, Friends, Frasier, 30 Rock, Community, Scrubs, The yeah. Office, and Parks and Rec, which filmed its last episode on Friday. Yeah. That's going to be sad, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, the must-see three... Excuse me, the must-see TV Thursday stuff has been faltering. Like, the I ratings know, have sucked yeah. for yeah. years. They said that, and, like, obviously, Parks and Recreation isn't airing on Thursdays anymore, so they're not even quite sure where they're going to show up. But, like, mm. which is funny, because you think that would be the last vestige of the Thursdays thing yeah. programming. But, yeah, I think it's going to be, like, the blacklister. Like, especially if you don't live in America, I guess this isn't, like, you don't care about this. But, like, if you, like, ever, like, watched, watched watching, like, comedy TV in the last, like, 30 years, like, the NBC, like, Thursday block, yep. that was a yeah. big fucking deal. Well, it's yeah. weird, because now, officially, all of the television segments of my youth that were important are gone. Like what else? Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Friday night comedy is on ABC. And then that's Oh yeah, TGIF stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. They're all dead. Which is I think and like replaced the, with Grimm. <laughs> well, ABC like the TGI Friday stuff. I'm assuming that TGI. must have been influenced by Thursday by, Night NBC stuff. Yeah, we're we're, sure. we're gonna have yeah, our own yeah. like night of programming and stuff, yeah. especially directed towards kids because kids aren't going out like on Fridays. Yeah, like, drink like the well, it was like are, fa- so. it was like explicitly like, yeah, exactly, family because yeah. knew... Thursday was sometimes like oh it's for adults, but like for TGI uh, TGIF was explicitly like family friendly. Yeah, program. and I remember like like when I had a day job, it was nice. I was going into work on Fridays because everyone was like oh did you see like you know like uh, Seinfeld last night and that everyone. Mm-hmm. Be literally like a water cooler talk. Yeah. It was on Friday, so it was like perfect timing for like, oh, weekend's almost here. We just watched all this stupid comedy last night. Yeah, yeah Thursday night comedy programming here mm-hmm. in America was always yeah. a big. I guess in the deal. era of streaming content and that things, it's really all kind of so abstract. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter that it's real. I mean, like like fucking, you have a time when it's like binge television is a thing. Yeah. It's like who cares what time it's on. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's like it does matter. On the other yeah. hand, Parks and Rec. Well, the other thing too is like to talk about this. I looked up a list of like what are the list of all the Thursday night comedies that were like a part of that block over the course of the last 30 yeah. years. Yeah. Someone did like 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 ranked all the shows. Yeah. There was like 50 different shows and yeah. of course you only remember like the top say, like, 10. Yeah. Because exactly. the rest of them because they kept on like trying to like they would introduce new shows yeah. on this 30, th- yeah. Thursday comedy block hoping the new show would turn into like the next Seinfeld the next thing like right. that. Yeah. But of course the vast majority of them never did. Yeah. So it's like Stinklin' Sons and My Poop Deck. Yeah. And, like all the shows like I don't remember like you know like oh 1992 do they try to have like a cartoon about a rat or something like that and you're yeah. like what the hell is this yeah. shit? But yeah. yeah it's just like even like reading a list of like the big shows that premiered uh, on Thursday Days NBC is like, like, like the era of comedy is interesting because they went from yeah Cheers and the Cosby Show to like Seinfeld, which is an entirely different kind of feel of a comedy yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. like, and then Friends was a whole different kind of era. It's kind of interesting to see how like yeah. this like accidental like block of programming just kind of survived for thirty. But years still, you just... get you get Seinfeld, Friends, and Frasier are very ninety shows. And exactly. Very much, yeah. Very much encapsulate the the, the that. But then you, on the on the flip side, you got Thirty Rocks, Community, and Scrubs, which were, which were all very kind of like yeah, kind of like a little more postmodern, goofy, kind of goofy, kind of almost making fun of shows like all exactly, the exactly, yeah, it. like yeah, very kind of yeah. meta and self aware yeah. and stuff, yeah. yeah. And you got the Office and Parks Recreation. They were like kind of this other this wave of like whereas you had like yeah sitcoms that were kind of an evolution of that and then you had sitcoms that were in very unconscious way a reaction to sitcoms and then you had sitcoms that were like this other thing that wasn't really a sitcom anymore yeah. it's interesting 
<sighs> what comes sure. next? Nothing. It seems like nowadays it's mostly like a lot of sketch based stuff. A lot of work stuff. Key and peel. Well, it's like like it, things that are more um, consumable and like clips and stuff online. Yeah. Do you guys watch Key and Peel? I enjoy Key uh, We've watched clips online. I love Key and Peel. It's, it's all on Hulu. The Continental is my favorite. It's weird because if you watch enough uh, ev- like clips, like you realize you can't watch an episode with like, oh, I've seen this like half this episode before yeah. bits and pieces and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Continental Breakfast is fucking. Continental Breakfast is it's the most beautiful. amazing. That, that That's my the, favorite sketch of that all time. And the football. All of the football stuff. All the football they stuff they is astonishing. Yeah. Actually, we at Aloysiousness. <laughs> Well, also, I mean, it's the, that and the other. I like how like Key and Peele. I guess they've been around for a couple of years, so 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 you can say there are classic Key and Peele sketches. That and the substitute teacher. That's all yep. like that he he, he mispronouncing the name. Making a movie with the substitute teacher. Really? How do you make a movie out of that? I don't know, man. I would rather see Janice. Janice, yeah. <laughs> um, fucking stupid shit. What goddamn show? Uh, I'm excited for the last season of the show. Was. What's that? Deep. Yeah, you look so much. I just thought, what's, the, what's he gonna do now that Parks and Recreation is over? Then they can't just cancel the league too. Uh, uh, that I don't know about. We haven't we, we haven't watched the league in a couple. But I know years that it's the, it's it's the last season of Kroll because he yeah feels... he, he well to be fair those characters all did have a pretty definite arc yeah like even you felt that in the last season like, yeah there's I mean, like the evolution's characters you know the show's gonna be over because Big Liz gets banged what Amy, <laughs> That's right. Amy, exactly. Amy Poehler is dating Nick Kroll yeah. you didn't know that no if you mention Nick Kroll on Twitter there is a dude who will show up and then link you to this com- this thing about how Nick Kroll isn't actually a successful comic his daddy just pay- buys him things oh really apparently he's the son of a multi-billionaire so when you talk about the 1% you're talking yeah. about Nick Kroll the son of Lynn Kroll and Kroll Inc. founder Jules B. Kroll mm. Wow. So like, there's this, there's crazy person who thinks like that Crick Kroll, Nick Kroll only has any success because oh, Daddy buys him TV shows. It's astonishing. Yeah, he wrote yeah. for Chappelle show, so he can't yeah. do that bad. No, he's. I really oh. like Nick Kroll. The Kroll show is weird, but once you drink the Kool Aid, it's astonishing. Have you read uh, Amy Poehler's the book yet? I read it on the airplane, and I had to stop because it was making me cry. Huh? I give you the audio book. I haven't listened to it yet myself. I, I, I was to, wondering I if she talks Kindle. about Mr. F. Mr. F. Her husband. Her ex-husband. Oh, you mean Will Arnett, who yeah. is not Mr. F on... He puppeteers she Mr. Talks about, she fri- talks about... Well, no, he was friends with Mr. F, I'm sorry. She talks about uh, her relationship with Will Arnett. It's it's, it's good, because she talks about how, like, you can't really call it... An un- well, she's like, I get kind of mad people call it a failed marriage, and, like, for ten years it worked. Did she t- did yeah. she talk about being Andy Richter's sister on the Conan she show? Does. She does. Which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. The braces. And just like, we're so getting very quiet now. I'm so out of my voice. Yeah. So um, cool. No more talking. Not for the rest of the day. Andy, you sound like the quietest elf. Uh, anyway, no, it's a really good book. I'm enjoying it. It's really sweet. Are you choked and up. Very kind. I'm all emotional about it. Sound like you're about to talk at a funeral. Yeah. Stop staring at me. Finish the fucking podcast. I know. You sound like the opening intro for a Fallout game. I love you guys just staring at me. Annie, what does war never change? War. War never changes. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Everybody, this is the Boy Howdy podcast. This is our high energy close. As always, we're howdy at boyhowdy.org if you have any questions. Um, excuse me, howdy at boyhowdypodcast.com. That's okay. We have contact form at boyhowdy. <laughs> 
podcast. Uh, make sure to place your Swiss or uh, Swiss colony orders within the next orders. day or two, because mm-hmm. like if you don't, if you wait till like Wednesday, it's gonna, gonna be too late be for Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. How else are you gonna eat your, your, your gonna have, animal log? Yeah, your animal log will not show up on time. You will have to have a New Year animal. What are you gonna log. do? Make it yourself and give your loved ones? Yeah, That's I, can't, I can't. I can't make chocolate animals. That's right. I can't order like a thirty dollar uh, fruit cake the size of your hand. Guys, here's what I want you to do. This is my Christmas present to y'all. I want you to curl up in bed tonight and think about how wonderful a chocolate diamond would feel about that. Because <laughs> it dissolves. Well, well especially if you like dip it in LSD first. <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next. That's week. called the chocolate chocolate nebula because you like you fly into fucking space when you got like a chocolate <laughs> LSD soaked sugar cube in your butthole. Uh, it's all the mucous membrane. <laughs> Enjoy. We'll see you guys next week. Try not to put any Petty Fours in your butt. Don't do it. Yeah. I actually bet you can soak a Petty Four in LSD and shove it up your butt. What did you even call that? The sugar avalanche? That's a really bad idea. I call it the stinky twinkie because that's oh what it looks like when gosh. I bend over. Why did we buy him breakfast? <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys later. And he's just okay. She's done. She's done. She took that. I closed out. 30 seconds ago. <laughs> we gotta have a Christmas special. Soon. What am I gonna talk about? Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay.